millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. RPN is not responsible for the views, actions, statements, or opinions of its guests, advertisers, or even its viewers. The information contained in this program is not to be confused with medical or legal advice. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement. But as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. Good evening, everyone. You're listening to Red Pill 78. As always, my name is Zach Payne, the Corruption Detector, and this is another edition of Red Pill News for Saturday Night Livestream. Hope you guys are having a great night. If you don't mind, make sure you hit that like button, hit that red pill. If you're over there on Getter, I think you just tap the screen. Same with Twitter, a.k.a. X. Wherever you're hanging out, thank you very much for joining us. Tonight, I am pleased to announce the return of a very good friend of mine in the truth movement, the one and only Mr. Matt Couch. Matt, I forgot to tell you before the show, you can use this title as the title of your book when you write it, because undoubtedly, you're going to have a lot to say. If you didn't already have a lot to say before, Matt has just been through the ringer. There's an old saying, hard times make hard men. And if I had to identify one thing that this country needs right now most, it's hard men and women. Because we got a lot of work ahead of us. This isn't over until it's over. 2024 is right around the corner, and we're going to be talking about this and so much more. So, if you guys please could allow me the pleasure of bringing you the one and only Matt Couch tonight, I would sincerely appreciate it. Share the show. Help us by getting it out there on your favorite social media platform. And sit back, relax, grab your popcorn, because we will be right back after this. My friends, 
Gold is on the rise. It just soared past $2,000 an ounce. And the wars in Israel and the Ukraine, plus the rate cuts that are on the table, well, all of these things are working together to help fuel the meteoric rise of this beautiful, precious metal. And the top banks, Deutsche Bank, UBS, Bank of America, J.P. Morgan, all of them are forecasting sizable rate cuts coming up in the election year. And you've got the heads of the top financial firms pointing out the similarities to what we see in America now in the 1970s. Take a look back at 1979. At that time, we had the Iran hostage crisis. There was war in the Middle East, and major U.S. cities were in disarray and stagflation. At that time, gold went from $158 an ounce in 1974 to $850 an ounce in 1980. Meanwhile, our national debt is skyrocketing even higher. There's a direct correlation between the national debt and the price of gold. Back in 2020, the U.S. debt was at $23 trillion and gold was $1,500 an ounce. Well, now in 2023, it's $33 trillion and gold is over $2,000 an ounce. Now, President Trump, he warned us the U.S. dollar no longer being the world standard will be our greatest defeat in 200 years. So you can call the proud Americans of the Patriot Gold Group today before it's too late. Remember to mention me, Zach Payne, and Red Pill News. And when you do, you will always get best-in-class service from Patriots Protecting Patriots. Patriot Gold Group has the no-fee-for-life IRA, where your IRA or 401k can be in physical gold and silver, and you might be eligible for the no fee for life IRA. It's available on qualifying rollovers and to find out if you do qualify, give them a call today at 888-857-6092 and get your free investor guide today. Once again, Patriot Gold Group is a consumer affairs top rated gold IRA dealer for 7 years in a row. Call them today at 888- and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back. Would you please join me in welcoming our guest for this evening, the one and only Mr. Matt Couch. Matt, good to see you, buddy. How you doing? Honored to be back with you, Zach. Glad to be back. Uh, Blessed and lucky to uh, be alive and uh, on the mend. And uh, thank you for your prayers. And uh, you've, you've done a lot for me over the years. And uh, checking up on me and things like that over the last few months. Really appreciate you, brother. Well, you know, I, it's the only thing I could do. I mean, it, it sucks when people that you love are going through things that you don't have any control over, you know I mean? And especially when I'm in a different state. So the only thing I can do is help uh, with, uh, you know, with the prayers, uh, help with my support in any way that I can, you know, obviously sharing out uh, the uh, the fundraising stuff because you, you've got a long road ahead of you. But, you know, you, you've kind of been through the eye of the needle at this point. So, you know, I've talked about it a little bit here on the show, just letting everybody know what was going on. But, you know, let's let's go back to the beginning. I mean, what happened? I mean, you ended up in the hospital for something related to your heart. Yeah, abs- absolutely. So I'll, I'll break it down. I don't think I've ever really told the full story on the air. And I'll do it here if you if you don't mind, if you got time, I'll please do I'll, I'll break it down. So basically back around uh, end of May, um, maybe middle of May, I, st- I got pneumonia. I knew I had walking pneumonia or regular pneumonia. I wasn't sure which, but I knew it was one of the two because I'd had, you know, if you've had pneumonia before, you know, you know, the signs, right? People have had it. It's a horrible experience. Oh yeah. Can't breathe. And um, one of my great friends, Dr. Richard Bartlett, one of the main COVID docs, you know, he came up with budesonide. And I think he's probably been on your program. You probably know Richard Bartlett pretty well too. And mm-hmm. uh, he's a great friend of mine. And I was on the phone with doc and I was like, Hey, I don't, I, I was, I, we're all, anyone who's unvaxxed is really, 
uh, scared to go to a normal doctor right now because of, of everything that's going on. Oh, yeah. And how they treat you. And so he put me on clarithromycin, <clears throat> a very strong, powerful antibiotic. And we did back-to-back rounds of that, you know, uh, for like, uh, you know, 20 days worth. And my, my lungs and chest started feeling pretty good. Like I was able to breathe better. I didn't feel, I felt like the pneumonia was clearing up. And I got up to go to the restroom and, cu- and came back and it felt like somebody had frogged me in my right leg. Mm. And it was just a really weird experience. And I tried walking it off and walked around on my back deck and even text my dad because I was supposed to get my two daughters that evening. And I said, man, you might have to take me to the ER. Something's wrong. And it ended up going away. Well, I ended up icing it. You know, and, and, you know, thinking I'd torn something or tweaked something. The next day it started swelling. So I put ice on it and it would go down and it would swell again. It would go down. And every day uh, until like the middle of June, it just progressively got worse and worse. And my parents and all my friends were like, you know, uh, the guys I worked for in, in media were like, man, you need to you go to the doctor. And I'm stubborn. And I was like, man, I was like, I'm telling you, it's just I tore something. They're just going to put a boot on it. Give me muscle relaxers. Have me drool on my sofa every night. I, and I was like, no, nah, I'm good. So finally, Father's Day weekend, it was hurting so bad, I went on that Friday night of Father's Day weekend. Went into the ER, six hours, you know, that, that goes, and they did an ultrasound, an x-ray, and said nothing's wrong. No <clears throat> no blocks, no breaks, no nothing. And it was a holiday weekend, so they had a very, you know, uh, skeleton crew, a bunch of young student PAs and stuff like that working. So then, fast forward to Sunday night, and I go into, uh, you know, I've got my daughters here, it's Father's Day weekend, my mom and dad are over. And my pain goes from a 10 to a 20. Mm. And 10 is pretty high. You know? So they, they always ask you, the doctor, what's your pain level between 1 and 10? I was hurting really bad, but it just got – I knew something was really wrong. I called an ambulance because I was like, look, I, if I have to wait six or eight hours, <clears> I could be dead. I knew something was wrong. Yeah. And I knew if I took an ambulance that they would see me right away. I wouldn't have to wait. I could cut the line. And so I took, you know, I was like, you know what? I'm not rich, but I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pay this bill if I have to. So I got an ambulance, uh, called them. They came. They picked me up in the ambulance, took me to the uh, to the hospital. And I could hear my cardiologist out in the hallway. And I could hear him, his exact words were, I cannot believe they let him go. What the F were they thinking on Friday night? And do at that you, point, Zach, Matt, I went, Matt, Matt do, you, do, you, do you think that the people who, who, like, gave you the pass on Friday night, like, did – I mean, obviously they screwed up. But, I mean, was it because – this is something that is difficult to see, or or is it because they were inexperienced and they just didn't know what to look for? What, what did they miss? It, it makes you wonder. <clears throat> I'm not really sure. That's a great, great question. Yeah. I don't know if they if they missed it, or if they were just young and inexperienced, or uh, also because I'm self pay. Yeah, you know, I, you know how it is. We're influencers. You know, it's not like you and I have corporate insurance packages. Exactly. Yeah. And so um, at the and at the time. You know, I'll, I'll just be be straight with everybody here. You know, I, I was working for one company uh, that managed a group of influencers, and I was, you know, thinking of getting in, insurance through them. And then I had an opportunity to go to work for another media company and host a show, you know, five days a week. And so I was literally, I, I took the, I jumped and took the opportunity, as you know, and you you were on that program with yep. me. And I, and so I was in between insurance. It happens. That's life. And uh, and unfortunately, I was self paced. So I, I hope it. Was, I don't think it was that because I want to say this before I, I go further. Mercy hospitals, you know, for all the hell these people have taken uh, for pushing the vax and the jabs and all of that, uh, these people were absolute angels. They saved my life. I spent 27 days in the hospital. Yeah. And, uh, and I can't, I have an amazing cardiologist and, uh, you know, I have an amazing uh, wound surgeon and care specialist, I have an amazing general practitioner. Um, I, I just, I, I've never seen a hospital 
you know, and of course, it's a different kind of hospital. You know, it's a it's a Christian based hospital. They do a prayer every morning across the hospital. Everybody just stops what they're doing. You hear a prayer go out, and they do the same thing in the evening. So there's not a lot of hospitals in this day and age that do that. No, and and they're a big national. You know, they're multi, you know, hundred two hundred billion dollar hospital chain. So it's amazing they still do that. So I want to clarify that real quick. But when I went back in, I was you know I was scared to death, and I was like, I, just, I knew something was wrong. And so, but it was a, a difference in treatment too. You know, they did an x-ray and an ultrasound on the leg. When I went back in the second time on that Sunday night, I mean, Zach, it was, I was like, I mean, I, I was felt like a guinea pig. I'm talking CT scans, MRIs, chest x-rays. I mean, they went full-blown body scans, and uh, which, you know, makes me feel at least peace of mind. At least I know what's wrong with my entire body now. And, right. You know, that was kind of a peace of mind after after this experience. At least I know I've been through so much. I think I'm in a, in a good spot. And uh, but they found a clot in uh, they found a clot in my left ventricle, a clot in one of my kidneys, <clears throat> and then a, uh, and then I didn't know this at the time. They said your your leg has a blood clot. I didn't know this till I, literally I was almost out of the hospital after like twenty something days that the blood clot in my leg was like you know almost two footballs. Oh my size. god! And and just so that everybody knows, I mean, I think it goes without saying, but you didn't take the vax. You know, no. this is not vaccine related. You know, related. Me, you know yeah. me too well. We talked about this through yeah. text, you and I. Yeah. That was the infuriating thing when you're laying there trying to survive for your life, and you're or you go you go through what I went through, and people are messaging you going, "Are you jabbed? Are you vaccinated?" And and you see all the comments, and it's oh, yeah. like. I I was one of the main people like you were that spoke out against the vax, against the jab, uh, but I do. I do believe that vaccine shedding is a real problem. Absolutely. I, I don't know that that's what happened to me, but I have my, my thoughts on that. And we can, you know, that's well, a whole other story, you know, be, be, before you continue. I mean, I just, I, I, I want to ask, you know, I mean, are, are you surrounded in your personal life? I mean, are there people around you who have gotten the jab that you think perhaps this could be a, a reflection of that? Is that a possibility? Because and I only asked because, you know, in, in, in our lives, there are definitely people who I'm related to who are jabbed. And same with Lisa's family. You know, I mean, we tried to stop them and tell them not to do it before they ended up going out and doing it. But, you know, of course, people are they're going to do what they want to do. They're adults. And, and there are definite times where you know we're in close proximity and and i can tell you you know that there are there is a problem with shedding i mean it's it's real and it affects the people around them so in your instance do you think that happened i i don't know if it did they were lying to me about about whether they were vaccinated or not vaccinated you know my mom and dad are 75 and 72 huge trump supporters conservatives refuse to do the jab even though my dad's been you know he's beaten cancer three times Good for him. Uh, you know, and and he, you know, he speaks with an electrolarynx because he had throat cancer, and he's a, he's a survivor. But, you know, they refuse to get it. Um, everyone that I run with, my PIs, my, my buddies, they all claim they didn't get it, right? Now, I can tell you that I, was, I wasn't the guy who stayed uh, home during COVID. I wasn't going to be that guy. Right. So I went to, like, Lake of the Ozarks a lot during the summers. I'd spend – I'd do my show from up there on the weekends. I do six, eight, ten weekends up there because one of my buddies is a big conservative Trump DJ – and my PIs and I, we'd, we'd hang out up there, work on our cases at, at Lake of the Ozarks. And we were around, you know, hundreds of thousands of people. So I don't know where I would have possibly gotten it at. Yeah. Uh, but it makes it makes you wonder uh, if there's somebody that was not telling me the truth that I hang out with on a regular basis. You know, I mean, you, you hate to think it. And obviously, I, I'm not trying to you know, single out anybody in Matt's personal life. But I, I just feel like it's a it's a relevant question. And, you know, the the thing is. 
I mean, if you know your 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 daughters are in school, you know, I mean, you're doing things as a father. You're out there in the community, so the chances are quite you know, probable that, that, you know, during the course of your days, you are coming across people who are jabbed. I mean, you know, there's just hardly any way around it unless you live in an area where you know that everybody didn't. So, you know, I, 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 I think that, you know, it's possible, but I mean, did, did they tell you like, Hey, we can pinpoint this to anything in particular. Was there, you know, some health history or some family history? My heart was in AFib and, and I'd had that experience about five or six years ago. My heart went into AFib. I spent like 12 days in the hospital. Um, same situation. But back then I was uh, campaigning for a congresswoman in Nevada named Michelle Mortensen running against, uh, you know, I think it was Jackie Rosen back then, who's now the senator in that state, one of the U.S. senators, Democrat, horrible person. And uh, and I I'd spent so much time, you know, in 2017 and 18 investigating Seth Rich, trying to help campaigns in 2018, the Las Vegas shooting. I spent oh, yeah. all that time with you know, Mindy Robinson and Laura Loomer and I on the ground in Vegas investigating that for months. So I, I, I got worn down, right? Of course. And, and it's been like three weeks. I was at the NRA uh, annual meetings with Trump and Pence. I was, and then I was with Rick Harrison at Pawn Stars campaigning for Michelle Bortenson. And then, uh, you know, and then I, I, there was another, oh, oh yeah. Then I went to Vegas on another trip mm-hmm. uh, to investigate again. And uh, so, and then it was crazy. And I remembered something. I was like, man, I was on Fremont Street and I told my ex-wife at the time, <clears throat> wife at the time ex-wife now, uh, I would walk like 200 feet. I was like, man, I'm, I'm out of breath. I was like, something's not right. And mm. I didn't realize I had pneumonia. Yep. So the pneumonia, um, when I went into the hospital five, six years ago, they gave me a breathing treatment and that put my heart into AFib. Okay. And so it went, and, and that was in 2018. And then like in 2019, uh, they took me off the all, all the medicines because my heart went back into normal sinus rhythm and I didn't have any problems. So I wasn't on blood thinners. I, all I was taking was a blood pressure medication. I went from taking like, you know, 10 pills to one pill. And then and then here we fast forward to right now where we're at now. You know, my I'll show you. It's actually right here in my eye. You can laugh. I've got a. Got a pill box here. Oh god! You know, I, I mean, I believe it though. You know, I mean, you've you've <laughs> you've been through it. That's for sure. So of course, it's crazy. But the yeah. but the craziest <clears throat> part about this, Zach, is just you know. So I'm thinking to myself, you know, they 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 tell you this right, like, hey man, you've got a blood clot in your left ventricle, got a blood clot in your right ventricle, got a blood clot in your leg, and uh, they're like, we we think we control the one in your ventricle and the one in your kidney with medication, uh, but we want to go in and try to clear the one in your leg out. And I'm like, okay, well that works. You know, we can do that. Yeah. And I'm, you know, they're, they were so positive the whole time, which is, um, I think that's a testament to good doctors. I think it's a testament to Jesus Christ. It's a testament that they were believers, you know, and not uh, woke, so yep. to speak. Yep. And um, and my cardiologist is just a beast. I mean, the swagger. This guy walks in like uh, Terry Silva on, on Cobra Kai, man. I mean, he's just got a swagger to him. He's got the, he's got the flowing silver hair, man. That's great. I mean, like, I'm, I'm even growing my hair out because of him, man. I'm telling you, like, this guy is a rock star. And, uh, and and so literally he goes in and they do a heart cath. If those who don't know what the heart cath is, they go in through your artery in your leg. They go up into your heart. And so they went and so they did a heart cath, but they went into my leg. And he um, he explained to me that he went he got all the way down into my foot, to the end of my foot. And the clot was so thick that he couldn't even suck it out and get oh, it out. Oh, God. And so that that that's where the shedding came into my mind, right, yep. Zach? That's what I was thinking. And uh, so I, then the, fast forward to the next day, and I'm thinking, okay, well, what do we do? And uh, I wake up. I'm in, you know, I'm in the bed. They've got me on all these pain. I think it was uh, Dilaton or something. It's like morphine on steroids. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's called Dilaton. Don't hold me to that. And um, 
it, it, you literally, when they give that to you, the pain goes away instantly and you feel like the incredible Hulk. It's really yeah, yeah. strange. And, um, and so there's another guy standing next to him and he's like, Hey Matt, this is uh, you know, Dr. Landry. He's a surgeon. Uh, and the guy's like, Hey man, he's like, we want to be able to save your life here, but we're gonna have to take part of your leg. <sighs> and I'm just like, you know, and I, and I feel so bad. I mean, like most people are like, what did you say? Did you fight it? And I'm like, when you feel that bad, you just want to survive. You want to live. You want to survive. And uh, and he said, look, man, he said, I can take the leg about mid-shin. He goes, but I want to be honest with you. He goes, I have hundreds of patients each year that I have to go back in and take two or three more inches off a couple of times. Right. Because we didn't get it all. And I looked and I, and I don't remember this, but my, you know, my cardiologist tells the story better than I do. And, and my dad, uh, because I was on so many medications, they said I set up like the undertaker from WWE. And said, "Oh hell no! You guys take whatever you need." <laughs> and, and, and so, uh, so fast forward to the next day. Uh, there, you know, next thing you know, nine a.m. the next morning, I'm off to surgery. This was the horrible part: a car wreck happened. I remember this: Oof. a bad car wreck happened. So my, I literally was down there in crazy pain, uh, and I had to wait from nine a.m. to nine p.m. to get into surgery. I'm literally in the surgery bay waiting for twelve hours. Oh my god, that's awful! And I'm in crazy pain, and these two doctors came in, the pain docs. And um, they're like, this is going to hurt like hell, but it'll, it'll make you feel better. And they literally did an epidural while I was awake and went oh. all the way down to my leg and yep. numbed the whole thing. Yep. And um, and so I woke up, you know, um, woke up, didn't have, you know, like they amputated right above the knee or the right knee. And um, and that was where I, I you know, um, there's a lot more to it than I thought, man. You know, having to learn, I didn't realize I was going to have to learn how to walk on one leg and hop on one leg. And yeah. Uh, and I was, and then they wouldn't let me get, I couldn't get out of bed for like, <clears throat> Six or seven days, it wouldn't let me even try to walk. Oh no! I mean, the 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 amount of pressure that's going to be pushed down onto that wound, you, you've got to let it heal to a certain point before you can do anything. Yeah, I can imagine how frustrating that would be. I mean, I was thinking about that when you were going through it, you know, because I know you're not somebody to just sit down all the time. <laughs> no, man, no. It, it was terrible, Zach. And so, like, and that was the biggest thing, you know. And then, and then they're like, uh, you know, I was like, I need to go to the restroom. And I was like, I want to sit on a, I want to sit on a toilet. And they're like, you can't right now. And I'm like, <sighs> and, I, and I'm, you know, and I'm trying to, and I'm being as, you know, you know me, man. I'm a yes sir, no sir, yes yep. ma'am, no man. That's how I was raised. And I, and so I'm, I also want, I don't want these people to kill me. Yeah. So I'm as respectful as I can be to everyone, <clears throat> just who I am, my nature. And, uh, I, and I'm telling them, I'm like, do you know anyone that, that takes a crap laying down? <laughs> and they're like, no, no, sir, we don't. I'm like, then why do you expect me to be able to do it? <laughs> and so like, you know, there, there's like all of these, these things you go through in the, in the process itself, there was just so much to it, but make a long story short, I spent 27 days in the hospital, 19 in, in the main hospital, uh, eight days in re in a rehab hospital. They thought I was going to be in the rehab 31 days. The physical therapist signed off on me. She's like, I don't know what to do with you. She's like, you've gotten super strong. She's like, there's nothing else I can teach you. And they sent me home. Uh, had an amazing, uh, I got lucky. Uh, uh, a girl I went to school with is a nurse practitioner who happens to be over part of in-home health for this hospital chain, saw me in the system and put her name on me. And then oh. She would come and check on me along with other nurses that she knew. She would assign people to me. Um, the hospital has been great. I mean, they're, you know, I started physical therapy with the same group uh, Friday, yesterday. I guess it was yesterday. Mm -hmm. uh, my first, my first uh, experience, I got my prosthetic uh, about 15 days ago. Um, got fitted for it, got all that. Um, it, it's, it's just been a wild, wild ride, man. And I mean, like, if you'd have told me that I'd have been able to, like, pack my own wound and unpack it and rebandage it and, 
and do stuff like that for months on my own, I, I would have said, no, there's no way. But you, you have, you know, I always, I always laugh in the medical field when they ask this question, do you feel suicidal? And I'm like, dude, I investigate the Clintons. This is a weird question. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting mode, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. Fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. I want to, let me clarify, I want to live. You know, I'm the least suicidal person you can you can think of here. You know, and but but they ask that every time you go in, they're like, any suicidal tendencies, any thoughts of depression, and I'm like, well, I'm I'm a I'm a conservative investigator, so you know, yeah, you know, some you know, a 
you know, a, a donation or two would be nice or a, or a cheeseburger or something, you know, but you never know. Uh, I might end up hung in a, in an Oak tree with a shotgun blast to the chest and the gun 30 yards away. 30 it yards away, get, hung myself with an extension card and then threw the gun after I shot myself. You know? Oh yeah. Totally plausible. Or, 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 or drown myself with a center block while paddle boarding, you know, stuff like that happens. Uh, same happened at the Obama chef. And then another lady here in Arkansas oh. with a span of the same year. Yep. You know? Yep. Yep. Oh, good God. Uh, well, I'm, I'm really glad that you're in good spirits. And, uh, you, you were telling me before the show, you know, obviously you, uh, you, you just started the physical therapy. Uh, you're using the, the motorized chair right now. Now, the, the yeah. chair, is that just for the house or, or do you like take it with you when you go out? I mean, what, what have you done with your, with your car? I mean, have you gotten some sort of different transportation? Well, you know, I still have to raise, I have to raise funds for that too. Uh, I'll just tell you the story. My, my, uh, my 16 year old daughter just turned 16 in August and she needed a vehicle and yep. I'm, I'm, a, I'm still a dad. You know, a lot of people don't realize, I mean, they see you and I on our programs and doing what we do and putting the truth out. We still have families, kids, yep. things like that as well that, that people don't really, you know, you don't think of it like that. And, um, so I was like, well, hell, I've got to help her get a car, but I can't drive. I'm missing a right leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just I, I just gave her – I had a Honda Accord. I just gave her my Accord. You know, it wasn't a new Accord or anything fancy, but, you know, it's it it, didn't, it saved me from having to spend money I didn't have uh, on a car that she needed. So I have no vehicle right now. I have a, I have a young lady that uh, – uh, that uh, in fact, the same nurse practitioner, uh, her niece actually uh, takes me to my appointments. That's and, great. Uh, and so, and I'll tell you, when people talk about how frugal we are, because I'm sure I'm going to say this because I'm so tired of hearing, I know you are too, the grifter comment of conservatives who sure. do what we do. Uh, to tell you, I was using a, a veteran wheelchair transport place. Mm-hmm. And they were charging me, when people are like, oh, what do you need money for? They were charging me $120 to go five miles round trip. Oh, my God. That's crazy. You could get, you would, get an Uber. They would come in. <laughs> yeah, they, they would come in and pick you up. Like, don't get me wrong. They were nice people, but they, you know, they would come in. I, I would hop to my wheelchair. You know, they would take me and put me in the thing and buckle it in, take me to the doctor and then pick me up. And, and if it's, but you think about that, if, it, if the appointment only takes 30 minutes and it's five minutes round trip, you're making 120 bucks an hour. That, I mean, it's insanity that, you know, what pisses me off the most about that is that if they're doing it to you, they're also doing it to veterans who really need the assistance, you know? So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who's running that place, but it seems like there there should be a better system that's available. And, you know, I, I mentioned Uber. What about people who are disabled? You know, what about people who are, have been in a wheelchair their entire lives? Uh, I, you know, I, most of those Ubers are like, you know, Honda Accords, Toyota Camrys, maybe a, a right. Kia Soul or something like that. So obviously that's not necessarily going to work. So I, I'm 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 shocked to learn that there isn't some sort of dedicated system that's set up for people who can actually use it. Because I mean, there's plenty of people who don't have legs, plenty of people who are in wheelchairs. Yeah, I, I was I was amazed when I looked at the statistic that there were like a million amputations a year in the U.S. So yeah. Uh, when you see that, you realize, wow, that you know, after a 10-year span, there's like 11 million amputees roaming around. So there's a lot of, and this has really been an eye-opening thing. You know, Friday, yeah, yesterday was eye-opening to me when I was there doing the therapy, and you see people with you know missing arms from the elbow down, and what what killed me, and I got choked up yesterday when I got home, was because there were so many children. Oh God, yeah. You know, and when you see a child, you know, that's learning how to to do something that's had an amputation, it it, it just it goes on. It's just tough to watch, tough to see, but. No, I mean that's why uh, you know I told Kimberly, uh, you know the you know my friend who's a nurse practitioner, you know I said, 
She's like, what are you paying them? And I was like, and she's like, and I told her she had the same reaction you did. She said, you, oh my God, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, can you afford that? I'm like, I really can't, but I've got to get to the doctor. And, and the initial stages, you know, p- folks, I mean, I was taking, you know, two, three trips a week to the doctor. You have to go in for wound care, go in for cardiologist stuff. And, and um, so, you know, 120 bucks times 10, you know, for, for just going to the doctor 10 times a month. Yeah. Uh, it really, it really goes, it goes, it goes fast. And, um, and then I'm on two different medications, uh, Entresto and Eliquis. The first dose um, cost me twelve hundred dollars for the for the first two for the first month. Whoa! Because I didn't have you know interest, no, no prescription card, and so I've been blessed. The uh, cardi my cardiologist, like I said, this, these guys are rock stars. Uh, they and I don't know if I should say this or not, but I, I don't think anybody that's. Hopefully, I won't get anybody in trouble. They, you know, they've been giving me samples, so I don't have to well, pay the twelve hundred a month. I think that's pretty normal. You know, I, I've definitely known yeah. a couple of cool doctors. I've been in, you know, a similar situation on a, a number of occasions. So, yeah, they're not going to get in trouble. I mean, that's why they give the doctor samples is because they know that there are going to be people who just are not going to be able to afford it. It's disgusting. You know, I understand that there is uh, there's a cost overlay that's included when uh, drug companies do testing, and they, you know, they actually bring some. Something to market, but like that's I don't know. It just seems excessive. It's uh, it's kind of insane. Um, real quick uh, before I uh, uh, miss these over here on uh, Rumble and on the Foxhole, uh, J Bridge two thousand two says before we even begin, I love when Zach and John Patel Patriot get together too. Uh, but Zach is a good standalone guy. Zach is a great standalone guy as well. So thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, Post for Hope says please consider graphene oxide and five G. So you know I, I think that. Uh, that's something that you know we've definitely uh, uh, talked about, and I'm sure pretty much everybody in the truth movement has has researched when it comes to a lot of these uh, health issues. But I don't, I, I haven't actually seen anything specific about pe- like graphene oxide uh, as part of the jab uh, migrating to the bodies of other people. But you know, I've certainly heard about people who have graphene oxide in their bodies being like an extra. Uh, antenna, so to speak, you know, when it comes to like 5G and uh, obviously frequency is, is a is a huge problem. And we're basically swimming through an electric soup field uh, wherever we go. Uh, and then Fredo awakening. Good to see you, buddy. He says, I went to Rite Aid today and picked up an, uh, a prescription. The lady in front of me was there for her fifth covid booster. No shit. Amazing how stupid people can be after all that's been uncovered. Yeah, it's crazy, Matt. You know, I mean, like uh, it like generally in my life, I don't have anybody who is like not awoke is isn't awake when it comes to these things. Um, And even the people who did get like the first jab, they never went back for anything else because, you know, they were like, well, they got sick. You know, I mean, something happened and, and it didn't work out the way that they expected. So it's always difficult for me to hear when people continue to get these boosters. But like in the I think that that represents the segment of the population that will never wake up. Like there is nothing that you can tell them that will be able to snap them out of their slumber. I mean, unless like Joe Biden actually, you know, hit, hits uh, the the button and, and tries to nuke Russia or something like that. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it's, it's amazing to me that people are still wearing masks. They're still, uh, you know, I saw Marco Rubio yesterday sent a letter to the Bidens with other conservatives wanting them to close travel between China and the U.S. And this is how it started last time. Yep. You know, we're 11 months from an election. It's just, it's, it's despicable that people are still falling for the same song and dance. And I don't know uh, how you wake certain individuals up. I mean, it's, 
I always try to tell folks like, you know, and I'm gonna, I don't want to veer off too far from, from your, from your topics here, but like when I, when I'm arguing with folks and they're like, Oh, DeSantis won the debate. No, he did not because <laughs> perception is reality. Mm-hmm. You're a conservative. The people that are watching this program or watch me, they're highly intelligent. They are in the know. You're in the 10 or 15% of those that are actually paying attention. The normies have no clue about what we're talking about. And so when when Newsom comes out and he looks like a soap opera star and he's dreamy to the women, you know, he's crushing DeSantis to the normal people that are not up on things. And and I think that's the biggest problem is people just they they are they are not educating themselves, they're not informed, they're not uh they're not turning on, you know, red pill. They're not. Uh, they're not following us on social media. They're not. It's so frustrating. And you would think, after everything you've seen, Zach, that they would uh, eventually some of these folks would start waking up a little bit. And uh, that's my concern in the next eleven months. I mean, we reason why I want to get back on my feet. We've got a country to save, and I truly believe if uh, Donald J. Trump is not the is not the president of the United States. Uh, I don't think America lasts, and that's my honest opinion. Well, I think a lot of people feel that way. <clears throat> uh, over here on the Foxhole, let me say thank you to Lance79. Thank you for the gold pills. He says, good evening, fam. Silent Runner 17 thank you for the cookie. Castle Drummer, thank you for the cookie and the can. Uh, Filter Dog 1, thank you for the shades. Silent Runner, thank you for the cookie. And Just Jim says, my brother-in-law lost his leg to catsup. My brother-in-law lost his leg to catsup. I don't know if I understand the uh, the reference, but it's spelled K-A-T-S-U-P. So anyways, um, I hope that your brother-in-law is, is okay. But let's talk, uh, you know, before we I have any more questions about, you know, the specifics here, I think the most important thing is obviously after we know that you're okay, we know that you're healing, and uh, I understand that that your heart has been given the all clear, everything's good there. But how, how about your daughters? You know, how, how is this affecting them? You know, how, how are they dealing with it? I mean, they're strong. I mean, they, you know, uh, no pun intended, they've been raised right, you know, and um, and I, I'm really impressed with how strong they both are, to be honest with you. Like, I, I don't know that I would be that strong if I saw my dad, you know, missing a leg. I think at first, my youngest, who's nine, I think she was a little wigged out by it, you yeah. know. Uh, but now she seems com- completely you know, normal. I mean, she's, she's, you know, she helps around the house and, and I, and I try to get, you know, the other thing that cracks me up is that, you know, everyone, they see you without, you know, on a walk or hopping around or whatever. They're like, Oh, let me get that for you. I'm like, no, I got it. And they're like, no, no. And I'm like, wait a minute, guys, I have to do this. Right. I have to learn how to do this. I appreciate all the support, but I've got to learn how to do this stuff. And so my, I'm just amazed at how they, uh, they have been so helpful, so loving, so caring. I've got two amazing daughters, two great kids and they, um, you know, they do all sorts of stuff. Like my, uh, my, my oldest, she'll be like, dad, you need another drink. I mean, stuff they never used to do before. Sure. You know? And they've really, they've really picked up the slack and, and, uh, you know, they'll, they'll carry, you'll carry in firewood for me. Uh, that's a challenge by mm. the way. I oh, yeah. carry in some firewood today, but I have a, uh, one of the, you ever seen a wood carrying bag, Zach? Absolutely. Yeah. I used them many times. So, yeah. So I, I literally, uh, found a way to hop out onto my back deck put it in there and then hop back in with my walker and the bag in one hand and uh, you attach, know, a cara- what, what attach a carabiner to the top of the walker with the, with the bag. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, I'm thinking to myself, man, if I drop this, I'm going to ruin my good foot. You know? so, you know. <laughs> oh man. So, uh, so, so t- tell me about, uh, about the prosthetic. Uh, you know, is it, are you going to be like evolving or are they giving you something temporary before you get something that looks, you know, like fully like autonomous or, or is it, uh, just going to be what it is? 
Yeah, so they um, the prosthetic doc, another another one I've just been blessed with, Dr. Steven, um, they gave me, I, I'm learning the terminologies. I don't know a lot about it. Like, I, I'd like to learn more if that makes sense. Oh, sure. But they call, they call it a K3 knee. And so there's different levels. And they said, look, man, you've gotten really strong. You've lost over 100 pounds. Good you for know, you. You're going to be walking everywhere. I've lost about 110 pounds total. Want to lose about another 50 and really, you know, get the, the red completely shredded is where my goal is at this yeah. point. And, uh, this pain is to make it easier to walk, if that makes sense, make it easier to function Yeah, uh, the more I take off. But so there's a, I guess there's a K1, a K2, a K3. I don't know the terminologies, but the, the knees have different levels and, and they hold up basically based on traffic. You know, the higher the, the number, the longer they're supposed to last. And so he put some parts into this first leg that he thinks will be able to be taken and used on the second leg. They say it's crazy. It costs it's costing twenty four, twenty five thousand for the first leg. Wow. And they say that the next leg, which I'll need in a year to eighteen months, will cost forty thousand. Holy jeez. It's like the price of a damn Buick. Yeah. And 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 then that one will supposedly only last three to five years. <sighs> and uh, because you wear them out, I guess. And I'm, I'm learning. Like I said, I'm all new to this. It's you know, it's it's a new journey for me as well. Sure. And uh, it's it's so I guess the more you walk on them, the more you use them, uh, you know, the more they wear out. And so that just, uh, you know, that just it's crazy, man. I, I mean, it's just and the cost is insane. You know, you think about the uh, the therapy sessions. You know, they're you know, it's like three hundred eighty five bucks, and the the cost of the leg, and then. You know, that doesn't even include I had a heart surgery. I didn't even talk about that. I forgot about that. I had a heart surgery back in early September. Mm-hmm. I'll just I'll make this quick, man. I don't want to take over. No, you're fine. You're, we, Matt, uh, we, we are here to talk to you, so you don't feel okay. bad about any of this. Yeah, no, awesome, man. I, and I love shooting the bull with you. We've been friends a long time. Mm-hmm. So they they basically, I went into end of August to see my cardiologist, and, you know, they do the EKG, you know, that you, you when if you've ever been to a cardiologist appointment, there's always two nurses in the room, almost always. One's doing an EKG. One's like pecking on a computer, doing things like that. And um, and so they're they're literally just um, uh, going through the motions. And they're like, "Hey, the doc will be in here in just a few minutes to see you." And I'm like, "Okay," because you know I thought he was going to come in. How you doing? How's this going? He pops his head in, and I said, "Well, I told you this guy's a badass." I'm not kidding, folks. It's not, I'm just so blessed to have this guy as my cardiologist. Pops his head in, you know, flowing flowing, you know, gray hair, and he's like. He's like, what's up, man? I was like, hey, doc. And he's like, he's like, hey, uh, he's like, uh, he's like, uh, I'm gonna have you come in tomorrow. I'm gonna shock your heart back into rhythm. I'm like, huh? <laughs> he's, like, yeah. he's like, he's like, I'm gonna have you come in tomorrow. We're gonna shock your heart back into rhythm. Get you out of this AFib. I was like, okay. He's like, awesome work on the weight loss. Keep it up, man. And then boom, he, I'm talking 30 seconds, and he's out the door. <laughs> so not normally what you would expect, right? I thought you, I was gonna get the sit down, the pep talk, you know, and <laughs> and uh, you're doing great and all this. He's like, no. Come in tomorrow morning, uh, 7.30, we're going to shock your heart back in normal rhythm. So I go, you know, and uh, next morning my dad's like, is this seriously happening? And I'm like, I think so, Pops. And so <laughs> we show up at 7 a.m., you know, or 7.30, whenever it was, and they take me back, and they put the – I don't know how people know how this works. They take the defibrillator the, the pads, and they put them on your chest and on your back. Okay. At an angle. And then they have you lay on your side at, a, at, like, at, a, like at an angle – and they put you out with a light anesthesia, and then they literally zap you, and you come out of the anesthesia normally, like you've been hit by lightning. It's a pretty awesome experience. I've had it done a few times in my life. Wow. Um, and so this time I didn't even come out of it, though, so I must have been tired. I don't know what the deal was, but they, they tried to zap it back into normal rhythm twice, 
And I, and of course, I remember coming to from the anesthesia. I remember looking up and I could see that my heart was still, you know, for people that don't know what AFib is, when I'm, when I'm resting, sitting, laying down, when I was in AFib, my heart would be like 120, 130 beats a minute mm-hmm. just sitting down, which is not good, right? No, That's what no. AFib does to people. But there's, you know, tens of millions of Americans that have it. They just live with it. Um, and so he pops his head in and I was like, so I'm assuming it didn't work. And he's like, nope. He's like, uh, but he's like, uh, we're going to send you to Tulsa to have, to have ablation surgery. We're getting you out of this AFib, uh, right now. And I'm like, I'm like, when are you sending me to Tulsa? And he, he has this kind of spark on his face. He's like, now. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And he's like, if for some reason they can't take you here in a, here in a few minutes, he's like, uh, he's like, we'll do it next week. But he's like, uh, we'll, I'll be right back. And literally 10 minutes goes by. They pop their head in my, his nurse practitioner and him. And he's like, he's like, yeah, the, uh, the transport will be here in 20 minutes to pick you up. Wow. And I'm like, and I'm, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, well, you know, I'm like, well, man, what if I had my kids? Well, you know, right. I have someone, my kids are from school, watch them, all this stuff. And so make a long story short, I'm in the back of an ambulance heading to Tulsa. And uh, it's about two hours away from where I live. And um, they go in and the next morning they take me back and they, they go into the ablation surgery. They go into your heart through another heart cath. And then they shock all the electrodes in your heart that's causing the AFib. And basically they carterize it. Yeah get rid of them. And, uh, and so, you know, it was crazy. I was laying there coming out of it. You know, the worst thing about the, about the heart cath is, is that you can't, you know, they do go into your main artery and your groin. So you can't move for like four hours. You oh, can't yeah. move. So I'm laying in bed and I'm looking at a clock on the wall that says three 30 in the afternoon. And the nurse is like, <laughs> she's like, you can't move until seven. I'm like, can we like turn the clock around? <laughs> You know, so I don't have to look at it for three and a half hours. And, um, it's got to be a long three and a half hours, I would imagine. Oh, my gosh, man. I, I thank God there was like a Yellowstone marathon on or something. I was able to, <laughs> I was able to watch a, you know, watch some Cowboys rape and pillage for three uh, hours. The um, Dutton family. I, I, I'm all I'm hooked on the Duttons. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm watching Bass Reeves right now. <laughs> oh, man. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm just all in on it. And so, but it's so weird because it's, you know, like 655, it's like, don't move. At like 7.02, it's like, would you like to take a piss and have a sandwich? I'm like, what happened in seven minutes? Here, you know? <laughs> I know, right? I know. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, real quick, Rain, uh, good to see you, Rain. She says, Matt, I'm so so good to see you. You've been in my thoughts and prayers. Exciting about uh, Seth Rich. Zach, Lisa, Mom, and Chad fam, love you all. Thank you so much, Rain. And then also big shout-out to uh, my good buddy Mike from Space Shot 76 He's out there in the chat. Good to see you. I caught you in Hulkinator earlier today, man. So it's uh, glad to see you here. Um, okay, so let, let's uh, let, let's actually talk about the the Seth Rich release here, real quick. Uh, so sure. y- you had sent that over the other day, Ty Clevenger. He's obviously been doing good work on behalf of his client, trying to get this information released. The FBI previously had said it was going to take them sixty six years, like their Pfizer or something like that, right? And yeah. uh, and the judge said, no, absolutely not. You've got two weeks now. It, it's not necessarily that in two weeks they're just going to do a dump and give you guys everything, right. but in two weeks they have to put together like a realistic timeline. So obviously something less than 66 years. Has the judge put like any sort of time constraints like, you know, you've got six months or something like that? Uh, not that I know of. So there was a – basically he gave them 14 days to set up a disclosure timeline. Yeah. What that means is is that they have 14 days to say this is how long it's going to take us to release or give said information. The reason why this is important, Zach, for people at home, that, that for people that don't understand, 
is when we started investigating Seth Rich, we we had insider information. We were told that the FBI was involved. We were told that the the card division was involved. We were told a lot of different things. And everybody we would talk to would be like, oh, no, the FBI never investigated it. The FBI never took possession of the laptop. The FBI never did anything. Yep. We'll, we'll go backwards, rewind to 2020. Tom Fitton at Judicial Watch does a FOIA request. It had nothing to do with Seth Rich, right? It was on yes. something else. And uh, it had hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of documents. Well, my team starts going through these documents, and they find communications between Lisa Page and Peter Strzok about Seth Rich. And literally in these email communications, these are FBI email communications, they are discussing how they're going to squash the Seth Rich investigation. Mm-hmm. Lisa Page Peter Strzok. And so people were like, oh, yeah, you know, there's nothing to this. And so once we saw that information, we were like, okay, these guys are lying about everything. Because here's FBI communications, and they said they didn't even have any communications on it. So it went from those communications to Ty started suing. He's an amazing attorney, great friend of mine, to when they had 20,000 pages of documents. Now they have almost 500,000 pages of documents relating to Seth Ridge. Holy jeez. When they didn't, they, of course, they didn't have anything to do with it, right? Right. And then they, they never had the laptop. Well, now they've got the personal laptop. They didn't have the work laptop. Oh, wait a minute. They got the work laptop, too. Didn't have the DVD and the tape drives. Nope, got those as well. And so they lied. The FBI lied about everything at every turn. Now, the, the problem you have here is, is like you said, the disclosure thing. Uh, with, with the first, when the paperwork came out, the 500,000 docs, it's like 496,000. We might as well round up. Um, but when the 500,000 pages came out, they came back and they said, we can release 500 uh, pages a month. And it was going to take them like 83 years to release all, all of them at that pace. Wow. And so now it's going to be interesting to see, because this judge in Texas, is it, we, this was filed in the Eastern District of Texas. Uh, and for those out there, I want to give a little warning. <clears throat> if you're trying to fight these corrupt bastards, stop filing in the District of Columbia File in federal court in conservative states. Exactly. Go to Texas, go to Oklahoma, go to Arkansas, go to Florida, and certain parts of Florida, I should say. Go to conservative states. Stop filing these federal suits in liberal states. You're going to lose. And so uh, I think that's the real kicker here. This judge in Texas is tired of their games. He's, he's came back and ruled in, in our favor several times back and forth. Um, but, it's, but it's interesting to see where this goes, Zach, because I really hope that uh, we get somewhere. Then now they might be able to push off the paperwork, and then they claim because of COVID they were understaffed, so they could only they could only, you know, they they couldn't just give you a thumb drive, right? No, no, they have to redact everything. I, I'm waiting on the national. You know, it's funny that you go from uh, we didn't have anything, we didn't investigate this to we can't give it to you because of national security. Oh uh, yeah, so you know this is the thing. If if Seth Rich was. Just a low-level DNC staffer. If his death was simply a botched robbery, uh, then what in the world could they possibly need to redact from his personal laptop? Uh, you know, his 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 work laptop. We've probably already seen a lot of the stuff on there because you know, I mean, obviously, I don't want to get too specific here, but you know, a lot of that stuff is probably out there in the wind. The DNC has been revealed; they're not a government agency, so nothing related to what the DNC is doing should be national security. And rightfully so, nothing on Seth's personal laptop should be national security. Do you guys have any idea what might be on that DVD? I'm assuming it's not a season of Cheers. Uh, I'm going to guess probably not. Um, I I also think that it's what we're looking for is we, you know, 
I think everyone believes and kind of knows in their gut, their discernment, their heart that he was the the, the WikiLeaks leaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Assange, you know, went on a Dutch TV program a month after his murder in 2016, uh, offered a twenty thousand dollar reward. He'd never done that. The host reiterated multiple times, "Well, if he's not your your source, why make the accusation?" Yeah, we've all seen the video, and and I truly believe that you know that it will show the the ties there. Now I can tell you this. We had a source that was in the Ecuadorian embassy back in 2018 that spent a week with Julian Assange. That source told myself and my entire team, we had a meeting at a speakeasy in D.C. She had just gotten back from the Ecuadorian embassy. She told us, and I'll just tell you the story. I've never really said this a whole lot on the air. She said Assange pulled her you know, into a hallway or a stairwell. For those who have never been in embassies, they're all mic'd up, cameras everywhere, all the meeting rooms, they all have that going on. Yeah. And he knew that. He pulled her out into a stairwell, and he looked at her, and he said, hey, I have a question for you. If I wanted to order something off of eBay and have it shipped here to the embassy, do you think I could do that? And she looked at him, and she said, well, yeah, Julian, I guess I could do that. You could do that? Sure. He goes, I'm not saying that's how it happened, but if I wanted to buy something off of eBay and have it shipped here, I could do that, right? (laughs) And she's like, yeah, you could do it. And she said he had a really shit-eating grin on his face. (laughs) And then, and then before that, before that, she asked him, and he looked at her, you know, looked at her point blank, and said, "Yes, you know, I paid him." Wow, that that was from from her, and she is a high level journalist. Um, might happen to work for Tim Pool. Leave it at that. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yeah, well, that is that is that is awesome, and that definitely is the first time that I've ever heard that, and that makes total sense. You know, I mean, it is a. It's a it, there's plausible deniability in that it's a public forum. You can do it relatively anonymously because you know other people can actually do the transactions. But um, have have you guys uh, uh, considered actually doing like I don't know some sort of uh, evidence request for Seth Rich's uh, uh, eBay account? We we have we Ty has filed that multiple times. Uh, I don't know where that's at. We we tried to. Uh, to find that one of the interesting things when we started digging into this, you'll love this. My team, I, I, I've had a team that we put together of, you know, military intelligence guys and former federal agents, police, uh, homicide detectives and PIs. Mm-hmm. And we started digging in on the eBay thing when we got that tip from them. That was why we went all in on it. And we started finding things on eBay and it would be, uh, it would literally be Julia, Julian Assange's. Uh, cinnamon scented candle, and it would be $55,000. Oh, wow. And then it would be like a gift bag. It would be like Julian Assange's homemade gift basket, $95,000. Wow. And we started doing like deep dives and searches, and we found all of these items that were for sale for hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so we're pretty confident that that's how WikiLeaks was paying their sources. They would have the source do an eBay auction for a crazy number. They would go in, buy it now, and then pay the source the money that way. Then the source would then ship them the information. And you know, and and nobody's going to be in the right mind paying fifty five thousand dollars for a scented candle. So I mean, they there there's nobody else that they're going to be competing with, right? That's such a good idea. That is such a good idea. Um, uh, Fredo says, uh, "Big props on the weight loss, Matt. It's not easy to do when you reach a certain age. Trust me, I know. Uh, it should help a lot with the wear and tear on the leg and the heart." 
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill which may never exist. But believe it or not, I may have found the next best thing. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviewers can't be wrong. Simply place your order now to get 51% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com. www.trimwithus.com. Order now. issues as well and um uh rain uh in the chat she retired from a place called hanger prosthetics uh and they've got clinics all over the country and she said that they will help you i don't know if that means that they've got some sort of uh, grant program or or, or they've got a a, a a thing where they can specifically help people who need the assistance but um she said you can dm her I know that she's on Twitter. Well, actually, I don't know that she's on Twitter. She used to be on Twitter, but she's definitely over there on uh, Facebook, not on Facebook, on the Foxhole. And uh, Rain, if you want to send me an email so I can get you in touch with Matt, uh, then uh, yeah, anything that we can do to help him out, that's fine. Uh, I really appreciate it. And then I've got the website as well. I'll give that to you, uh, Matt, where you can, you know, they've got all kinds of information on here. And um Looks like they've helped quite a few people. Uh, One million patients treated annually, and they've got over 900 locations, 1,700 providers, 2,500 different in-network insurance providers. So got to be something we can do to help you out. We've got one here in town. I I went to a place called JP&O, but it's uh, when you're a patient, you have to go with where the – I just I found this out. The doctor has to write you a prescription to go get a prosthetic. Yep. So they wrote mine to JP&O. Uh, which is also, I guess, kind of a chain as well. But, but um, yeah, I heard great things about Hanger as well. Okay. Or, I think I'm saying it right. Hanger, right? Oh, oh, she says that you have her number. You guys met up at Trump Doral Amp Fest. Yes, yes, okay. I do. Yeah, no, I, I, she's on Foxhole, right? Uh, well, she's on Rumble right now, but um, okay. yes. Uh, okay, so I'll. Rain, do me a favor. Send me the info in an email so that Matt can make sure because I'm sure he's met hundreds, if not thousands of people doing all of these events. And I want to make sure that he does get in touch with you. Um, so, yeah, appreciate that. We also have some clarification from Just Jim. Uh, ketchup. He put it on mac and cheese, dipped a sandwich in it. Diabetes. He lost his leg to diabetes. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. That makes total sense. I'm a little that dense. A little dense sometimes, yeah. I guess. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, you guys, we are going to be opening up the phones here in just a few minutes. So if you've got any questions for Matt about any of his investigations over the years, you got words of encouragement, uh, anything that uh, you know you think can help him, by all means, uh, we're inviting you to uh, to join the conversation. So, uh, in regards to the uh, the Seth Rich situation, um, Ty Clevenger, obviously he's the lawyer that's behind this. Uh, what can you tell us about the uh, uh, the plaintiff in the in the case to actually get the information from the FBI? Well, I, I think the the interesting thing with what Ty is going to be able to do is he's going to uh, he's a bulldog first and foremost. He's not going to give up. I mean, Ty Ty Clevenger and Eden Quentin, my two attorneys, have been unbelievable. Um, these guys could have given up a long, long time ago, and they and they haven't. So first off, you know he's not going to give up. He's like, yep. you know, it's like a pit bull when he's got a hold of you, he's not letting go if he doesn't want to. Um, and and he's gotten multiple federal judges disbarred in his career. So That's he's, he's a pretty, yeah, he's a pretty powerful guy. Uh, when he wants to go after somebody, he will. Um, Ty will continue to turn over uh, rocks and stones. 
Um, I can't really say a whole lot. I know that there's some, uh, I'll just say there's some level high level meetings going on in, uh, in Europe with some people that we're connected with that I, we think is going to yield some information in this case in the next oh, great. Uh, week, days. That's awesome. That's very, I get very cool. like killed in Amsterdam or something like oh, that. Oh no, so I don't, well, no. Uh, you know, we certainly don't want that. Yeah. We want everybody to remain safe. Oh, and we got Matthew out there from truth, not fiction matters out in the chat as well. Good to see you, buddy. Thank you very much. And well. he's also, he shared your, uh, your give, send go. Uh, so yeah, guys, if, um, Oh, and Vector says he's not going to call in, but he says to say hello for you as well. Um, and uh, so, yes, Vector is our Australian correspondent. He's our number one citizen journalist over in Australia, always here in the chat. So good to see you, buddy. But, yes, uh, please, uh, if the uh, mods would do me a favor and just grab that give, send, go, and make sure that that keeps getting shared while we're on the air, I would appreciate that as well. Thanks so much, Zach. Of course, man. Yeah, no, I, I know, uh, I, you know, I, I can understand the position that you're in. I don't think anybody can really, you know, relate unless you've gone through it. But, you know, I mean, you said that you, your whole life has changed. I mean, that's like the biggest thing that I keep coming back to is like, you know, all of the things that we take for granted, you know, just, you know, standing up, uh, getting out of bed every single day or, you know, I mean, being able to maneuver through the house or, you know, driving. I mean, all of these things you have to learn how to do again in a different way. And, um, you know, I mean, the, uh, the the situation that you talked about earlier in the show about the doctors having to go in and doing multiple surgeries, I've heard horror stories with people who had to have uh, part of their uh, leg amputated. And, you know, they go in there and they're like, well, I don't want to lose my whole leg. And so I want to keep a little bit of it. But then they never quite get the, the, the nerves right. And so, like, you've got all this pain. I mean, I know that you just started, but I mean, like, you know, how is your leg doing? It's pretty good. The incision, mm-hmm. you caught me uh, crunching eyes. Sorry, buddy. You're good. So the incision is healed, and that was the hardest part. So when they were trying to heal it, or I guess that's the word, heal it. I don't know what the word is. You know, get it to heal. Yeah. That's, uh, my, Ar- my Arkansas comes out once in a while. Sorry, everyone. But uh, <laughs> they try to heal it up good, you know, so i got to be careful. There. I'll go straight hillbilly on you guys if I don't pay attention. And, um, and so basically the incision, you know, it's, it's probably about like this, Zach. I mean – you know, I'd say six, eight inches, something like that. Yeah. Because, you know, they cut a leg off, basically. And so there was a little hole that did not want to heal. It was leaking forever. Sure. Know, the, like sepsis, fluid, stuff like that. Yeah. So I would have a, like a big gauze bandage on it for like a couple of months. I had a wound vac on it for a while, too. If you've ever seen a wound vac, they're not fun. Yeah. Uh, and so it was like this, it's like this vacuum that sucks all the crap out of it. It, it was It was just... It was a crazy experience. The wound vac, uh, they took off the first week I got home out of the hospital. And then I started putting this gauze on, but it would, you know, it would, it would soak up, you know, and then I would have to change it. And yep. uh, I, had a, I had a nurse uh, that would come in, different ones that would come in every three days a week, and they would change it. Then I started going to the wound care doctor, Dr. Friesen, who's amazing. Uh, pretty big Trump supporter, too. Don't want to get him in trouble, but uh, awesome guy. And, um, and he, you know, they got me well and he was like, we're going to get you, we're going to get this thing healed. And I remember this was right, uh, probably early October. So this is all kind of moving pretty fast, right? You know, it's pretty fluid. And I remember I went in, you know, for my normal Friday appointment with him and, uh, the nurse is like, I think it's healed. I'm like, what do you mean it's healed? Because two days prior I had a nurse in my living room who was, you know, packing it and unpacking it. Right. Yeah. And, uh, it was like the size of a BP, but it was like two inches deep. And they wanted it to heal from the inside out. Of course, yeah. Because they want to leave a pocket in there, if that makes sense. Yep. And uh, he comes in. He's like, man, he's like, you're healed. I'm like, what do I do? And he's like, 
go get your prosthetic, learn how to use it and come take me to lunch. <laughs> I was like, I'm in doc, you know? So, so, th- so the leg is in pretty good shape. Now, th- now yesterday was kind of like a sports medicine, orthopedic, like appointment. It felt like, you know, mm. where they're, you know, they're taking the nub and they're, you know, they're pushing it to the left, to the right and all over the place and yep. doing it with both of my legs. And, uh, that was kind of uncomfortable cause I'm still a Husky kid to a degree, you know? And I'm like, Oh, we, I don't bend that way. You know, and, uh, <laughs> you know? Hey, hold on here, guys. I, I'm not, I'm not that flexible. But uh, yeah, you, you, you learn a lot, man. This this is it's it's been humbling. The the biggest thing for me is I think this is gonna. I I believe in my heart, my discernment, uh, my testimony of what God did. I mean, I, I shouldn't be here, Zach. I should not. Oh yeah, blood clots in the kidneys, blood clot in the heart, uh, massive blood clot in the leg, heart in AFib. Um, you know, massively overweight at the time. Uh, I'm a, I'm a walking miracle, and I and I can't wait to get back on my feet. Uh, so that I can get out, uh, you know, not only just to help in 2024, but I want to be able to tell my testimony. I want to lead people to Christ and show them what what miracles really look like, man. And I, and I, yes. I think that's the the big kicker here where, uh, you know, obviously, yeah, I'm a political figure to a degree, but I think my real mission in life going forward is going to be to, you know, to lead people to Christ and and uh, and to try to, you know, try to try to show people, hey, look, you know, there there is a God. And kind of like George Carlin, I'm not him, but let me show you what he did for me. Right, right. Yeah, I think that's beautiful, man, and I, I think that that's a, a, a great track to take. I really don't see how you can do anything else because you're absolutely right. You are a walking miracle. God works in so many mysterious ways, and you know th- when you've got something like this, like he shows you literally, like here's the door. You know, you can either walk through it or you can stick around and do the hard work. And you obviously chose to stick around and do the hard work. And, you know, there's uh, there's nothing else that I think can show people that God is real and he is working in people's lives every single day in so many big and small ways. It's it's pretty incredible. It's unbelievable. Hey, I have a quick question. I hate to do this. Go I'll ahead. be right. They've got me on these uh, Lasix pills. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of these or not. But it makes me go to the bathroom about 15 times a day to take a leak. <laughs> you and, go ahead. Uh, I know we're live on the air with thousands of people watching. <laughs> you guys care if I, I uh, exit out of here for like two minutes? And re- I, I know you've done your own show for years. You can probably – can you hold the floor down for like two Abs- minutes for me? Absolutely, Matt. Absolutely. You do what you need it's to do, part brother. part of the recovery process, guys. I do apologize. <laughs> so I'll be right back. I You're promise. All good. All good. So listen, while Matt is doing that, I've actually got a special little Christmas video I wanted to pull up to show you guys. So uh, let me hang on just a sec. Let me turn down my my music or my my uh, my audio because I don't want to ruin this for you guys. But here is a very Merry Christmas coming from the one and only Donald J. Trump. So let me get this pulled up. Oh, no, that's the wrong link. Hold on. I got to go to YouTube and go to my history and we'll get this pulled up okay here we go let me make sure that this is working uh and of course it's not (laughs) all right this is it wow hold on we're gonna go to display capture and there it is okay Here we go. It's your boy, Trump the Dunn, back at it again on a Christmas song. Shout out old Saint Nick, Santa Claus, Santa, the big guy. 
not the big guy you're thinking about. Nasty Nancy inside trading, San Fran is decaying. Homeless people pooping on the slide where kids are playing. Fentanyl and heroin and pedophiles praying. Start another foreign war and you're the one who's paying. All I want for Christmas is these politicians to put America before their foreign vested interests. No more communism, repeal Obamacare. Ain't no more Joe Biden always falling up the stairs. All I want for Christmas is cheap gas and some mean tweets. CNN goes out of business and MSNBC. If the government shut down, we'd probably have world peace. Until then, we're stuck with expensive milk and World War III. All I want for Christmas is Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama and Joe Biden put in prison. All them already weaponizing their justice system. That's why no one that was on that island got convicted. All I want for Christmas is some cheaper gas, but that will require me time traveling to the past. All I want for Christmas is a safer border. And to destroy the great reset and new world order All I want for Christmas is cheap gas and some mean tweets CNN goes out of business and MSNBC If the government shut down we'd probably have world peace until then, we're stuck with expensive milk and World War III. Shout out Elon, the chief nerd. Steve Bannon, salty cracker, dumb. Toure, conservative idiot. Don Jr. and David Harris Jr. The, the juniors, as I like to call them. <laughs> All right, that is coming to you from High Res. He's got a whole series of awesome uh, Donald Trump deep fake songs. I'm actually going to share the link to this so you can get to his channel. He's definitely somebody worth subscribing to. Yes, I think that this ought to be a Billboard number one hit. Yes, here is the link over there on pilled.net. I dropped the link over there for you on Rumble. Also going to drop the link on Getter if I can get the chat to work for me. And, uh, hang on. For some reason, I can't chat on Getter. I don't know what the deal is. Maybe it's got, oh, there we go. There you go, guys. All right. So, uh, hang on. Let me, let me just go to his channel. We'll go and uh, see what other videos he's got here. Uh, we got a rap battle between Trump and Obama. Uh, Donald Trump, F. Joe Biden rap. Good stuff. Lots of good stuff from high res over here. And we've got our brother, in arms, Matt Couch, back on the line, and we've got four people that are waiting in the waiting room. So let's bring in our first caller. I believe this is going to be our friend KC, the Michigan uh, Michigan boy. Are you there, KC? Absolutely. Good and, stuff. And uh, Michigan's up and nothing at half. At half so, hey, you know, uh, small victories. 
That's it. Uh, oh, uh, multitasking. Hold on real quick, because this is relevant to the video. But uh, Andre said, I'm listening to this in my car with subs. This goes stupid. I can only imagine that probably was a, a funny thing to hear. All right. I'm sorry, Casey. Go ahead and continue. How are you doing tonight? Wonderful. And uh, welcome, Matt. And I just uh, I really pray for your uh, healthy recovery. And it's just it's tragic how it happened. But, you know, special special people receive special gifts and just like special children need special parents. I I think everything happens for a reason. But uh, I I, want to get into the investigations that you were with and you know, get some maybe uh, collateral confirmation. Um, but just on, on your injury, and like I said, I don't know a lot about your health situation. Can I ask, has, has you smoked it all? Because I'm a believer in tobacco being almost a, a miracle cure for some people that don't necessarily take uh, medications most of their lives in the sense that the nicotine has certain aspects that, uh, repress the receptors that caused COVID, uh, especially in the in the hospitals. Once you went on a ventilator, if you had no nicotine in your system and or whatever, it was a a sure sign that you know you wouldn't have a very uh, pleasant outcome. So, uh, were you a smoker at all? Uh, no, sir, not a smoker. Now, my parents, uh, my mom still is, but my dad has not smoked in many years. But no, no, no not a smoker. Okay. And it just would, had you been on quote unquote drugs prior to your shedding incident, which pretty much is all I can, you know, call it in the sense of the, the clotting. Cause I mean, uh, morticians, uh, and coroners are seeing so much of the clotting and even the, was it the Indiana insurance company said, you know, even among the youth, they've seen a 40% increase in death. And it's because of the clotting and the, uh, and it's got obviously because of the clot shot. So, uh, did you have a history of being on drugs too? Uh, prescription? Uh, no, just a blood pressure. I was taking Lozartan was the only thing I was taking, uh, before I got sick. Uh, that was about it. You know, I took a lot of supplementation. You know, I would take, um, you know, I, I would take, you know, I was taking NAC 600, you know, you know, vitamin A, B, C, D, you know, um, uh, obviously, uh, uh, quercetin, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the COVID type stuff that Dr. Bartlett and Dr. Zelenko, Dr. McCullough, friends of mine had you know, recommended to all of us to be taking kind of a COVID cocktail to, to keep the stuff away at the time. So when I started taking that, but I was never on any prescription drugs other than a, a, a light blood pressure medication called Lozartan was the only thing I was taking. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just probably, probably the safest baseline, but like I say, anytime you, interject a prescription drug, you might not get a good batch at a time. And at some point it's not doing any help. It's probably doing some damage, but, uh, I was always just a big proponent. As soon as I heard, you know, respiratory, you know, COVID, whatever, it's like the tried and true, uh, treatments, whether it was, uh, Navage, you know, I don't know if you're a victim of any ear infections or sinuses or whatever, but just a little bit of hydrogen peroxide in a Navage. Keep your sinuses clean. You know, everything leads down to the, the, the lungs. Um, you know, the, the ivermectin and the hydrochloroquine, which have been 
you know, prescribed for years and saved probably billions of people um, because a lot of it is either parasitical or, you know, uh, bloodborne diseases. Um, and I've talked to Zach about the actual, you know, blood supply in the United States and worldwide for that matter. But, uh, yeah, just in the sense of your recovery, I, I can't see any problem with what I call the, the chicken soup, the Jewish penicillin going just very homeopathic and trying to stay off of very expensive drugs that may not actually be doing better. But if you've got a, a healthcare regimen that you trust, you know, God bless you. And, you know, hopefully the med beds come out, which I don't know if you've done any investigation with that, but it's a, it's a wait and see. I think the, the military will get it first. Uh, but that's out the, uh, uh, and also, uh, the brown gas, the rice machines, uh, you know, any one, all of those could be a health regimen for you moving forward. Um, but, uh, also frequency, you know, just, uh, getting good night's sleep and, you know, having a, a good grounding. Um, I, I can't see where any of those things would hurt in, in your health regimen. And, uh, probably the last point, uh, on any type of prosthetic leg or whatever, I think the initial, uh, Casting and forming of it is probably the biggest expense because all I can think of is whatever point wears out that can be replaced and just the economy of scale, you know, what would everybody can actually have a 3d printer in their house where as long as you got the original, you know, any part that wears out, you should be able to 3d print and replace it yourself. I can't see that. If it's not a bionic, it's not an electrical device. It's a, you know, it's a tactical device that, you know, doesn't have that many moving parts. But, you know, the moving parts could be replaced at, you know, a, a, a tenth of the cost. You know, you shouldn't have to go in and get a new knee, a new leg. You know, maybe the fitting at the, the stump is different. But even that should be able to be three, 3D printed at a very, very low cost. So hopefully, you know, the technology and the, and the right people, I don't want to say the entire medical equipment uh, industry is a, a scam, but I got to feel that, you know, there's, there's economical costs that can be reduced. And whether it's through Good Samaritans, whatever, but moving forward, you shouldn't have to be reliant on increasing costs for, for a part as opposed to the entire object. You know, yeah, Matt, be, Matt, what's interesting is that President Trump speaking earlier tonight, he mentioned something about, you know, when he comes back, we're going to have uh, amazing health care. We're going to get good health care. And, you know, the thing is, as long as the current New World Order regime is uh, is is in play out there, there's no way they're going to allow people to be healthy. You know, I mean, like I, I, I don't doubt that some incredible technologies exist out there and the stuff you're talking about, 3D printing, the the scaffolding and, you know, basically creating new limbs from scratch. You know, uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they've got those things in play for certain people. You know, David, was it David Rockefeller? He had like 12 heart transplants. That's that's a lot of 12 year old boys. They're harvesting those from and not everybody has the opportunity to get that. But if President Trump comes back and he's able to do what we are hoping that he's able to do. You know, I don't see any reason why we shouldn't have access to adequate medical care at a reasonable cost, you know, because the problem right now, Matt, is that the money is in 
uh, keeping people sick. It's not in helping people get healthy. It's the real sad fact. But I'm sorry. Please go go on with your thoughts. Yeah, no, I, I was just saying I agree. I agree with everything you just said. I think you know you look at what President Trump did with insulin when he was president of the United States, bringing that cost down to you know, almost like a four dollar Walmart script, and now. With what Biden did, it's back up to where people have to choose between food and saving their kids' lives on insulin. It's terrible. Yeah. Um, as far as you know, what what the uh, what, what the gentleman said, you know, about three D printing and stuff, I just do not know enough about it. You know, this is not something that I'm familiar with. It's not. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of people that I can, you know, lean on and say, "Hey, can we do X? Can we do Y? Can we?" You know, with the prosthetic stuff. What I can tell you is that uh, many of my followers who are veterans who have amputations have reached out to me. Uh, and have been giving me a lot of great advice, tips, uh, things of that nature on what to do with prosthetics. They're the ones who taught me what the K1, K2, K3, all that different levels means of of the knees and the, and the leg and everything. Like it was a crazy process too, Zach. Like when they like when they went in, they're they're measuring you, and they they match your, you know, when you wear a prosthetic, mm-hmm. you, your foot they measure it so it's exactly like the foot you have. Oh wow. It's so you got the, the, so they, symmetry, the symmetry, like it's what your body's yeah. used to? Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. And they literally, they take your other foot, and they basically almost do a mold of it and a measurement. And then you have to wear a, you wear the same shoes, you wear the same socks, the, everything, you want everything even. Uh, and then when they were trying to get the, the leg right, you know, like there's, it's a, I don't know, it's some sort of titanium-like pole. Mm-hmm. They have a, a complete shop in there. This dude, went, <laughs> his doctor, he went back in there like three different times and sawed part of the pole off. Wow. To make it fit right. And then he would adjust the knee, you know, and it's like, you know, and, and of course I look, you know me, you know, my personality, I like to make people laugh. It's uh, the, what we do investigating is so depressing at times. Yeah. I look at him, I'm like, so can I just take an Allen wrench and fix this if something goes wrong? And he just kind of, and he keep in mind, he looks up at me like he wants to kill me, you know, because I'm cracking jokes while he's like cracking away on a knee, you know, and working on putting a knee on. And, and, um, but it, it's, it's fascinating. I just don't know enough about it to kind of teeter. I don't want to screw things up right now. Uh, because, you know, if I were to fall, if I, if I don't take these people's advice right now, uh, it's hard for me to go against somebody that saved my life. Sure. And I know 100% I was, I was almost, you know, DOA, you know, and they, uh, brought me back to life at Mercy Hospitals. And, and I'm not, trust me, I was the guy that was like, don't go to doctors, don't get the jab, don't get the vaccine. I was that guy. And uh, they really, and maybe I just, I lucked out with the hospital chain, Mercy Hospitals. They're amazing. But I'm telling you, they reinstalled, that group has reinstilled my faith in the medical profession because of how they treated me. Yeah. And, and, and I think there are good, there's, it's just like the same thing with police officers. Sure. I think there's good doctors, there's good cops, there's good, there's bad doctors, there's bad cops. Mm-hmm. I think that works in every field. Same thing with teachers, you know, yep. you know, it's the, it's the old adage, you know, uh, one bad apple spoils the bunch, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's kind of where I'm at with it. But uh, in, until I get, you know, the green light, you know, um, I, I don't want to. I don't want to deviate from the plan because, you know, end of June I was about to die, and now I am literally 110 pounds lighter, stronger than I've ever been. I feel better. This is going to sound so weird. I feel better health wise now than when I had two legs. Sure, I believe it. Yeah. I mean, 110 you know, pounds, that, that's going to take, um, uh, I mean, literally and figuratively, a, a massive weight off of your body and your system. And, and I want to clarify, because I've had some smart-ass trolls on X and other places. They're like, was that include the leg? Or, you know, like, no, dude, that was that was after <laughs> after amputation. Yeah. You, you 
big bag of dicks or whatever I want to call them. But it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, it's, it's crazy that, that, but it, it's, it's really, I'll just, I'll be, I, I'm going to be honest, man. I just, I hate, I don't like to talk about certain aspects of my life. I'm pretty self-conscious. Of course. When I got done with the amputation, keep in mind, I went through a divorce, you know, uh, it was pretty brutal. You know that we've been friends a long time and, uh, you know, and, and it was, and it was something I didn't want to go through. It, it, it sucked. Yep. And so to make a long story short, uh, the first year and a half, I was on the road. I was campaigning for the president. I was on the Trump bus tour. And I was in, you know, so I was literally just traveling and working out. Uh, you know, and if you're around a bunch of, uh, you know, gorgeous ladies, you're not going to be like, yeah, I'll take the cheese fries for an appetizer. You're like, <laughs> oh, I think I'll have the Cobb salad. Right, you know? right. <laughs> or you, you completely change all of that because you don't want to look like the fat ass in front of all the women. So, um, so basically... I, I had lost a ton of weight, was working out constantly, was in really good shape in 2019, 2020. Then COVID hit, right? Yep. Closed all the gyms. Uh, 2020 or into early 21, I did pretty good. And then it's like it's like the COVID thing got the, – to me, the mandates got worse as COVID went on. I thought they were going to get better. Mm-hmm. So for about a year and a half, you know, I sat on my ass. I did my shows. I did nothing. And I got up to about 375 pounds. Oh, Wow. And uh, when I weighed in at the uh, doctor the other day, I was at 265. Good for you. So, and I want to get down to about two and a quarter. That's my goal. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think if I get any lower than two and a quarter, I'm going to look like an alien. <laughs> uh, you know, I've got, yep. I'm, I'm a big guy. You know, I played sports my whole life. I've got really wide, my shoulders are 66 inches wide in, mm-hmm. in a sports coat. Yep. And so, um, I, you know, I want, I want to, but I mean, I don't know what to do. I mean, I agree. I agree with what he's saying. The medical profession sucks. Uh, as far as the cost of things goes, but I can't, uh, I don't want to deviate from people that saved my life, if that makes sense, Zach. Well, no, it, it totally makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, I think you make an excellent point. And, you know, too often people are just quick to dismiss everything. You know, I mean, you have a bad experience with cops and people are like, you know, you can't trust cops. You have a bad experience at the hospital, you know, you can't trust the hospital. Certainly, you need to go into every instance of, uh, you know, uh, an interaction uh, and taken on a case by case basis. I think if 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 somebody listening to this is going to end up going to a hospital and the first thing they tell you is, well, we're not going to treat you unless you get jabbed and then boosted. Or, you know, if you come in here, we're probably going to put you on a ventilator. It's obvious that's not the place for you, you know, but right. it, it doesn't mean that there aren't good people out there in the healthcare profession who aren't looking to help you be as healthy as possible. You know, I mean, I'm very lucky. Uh, the doctor that I have here. He's totally based. He knows what's going on. Uh, the idea of getting jabbed w- was never even on the table when I came in there as a new patient. And, uh, you know, I was pretty lucky with that. My doctor back in Michigan, yeah. she was like, you know, I came, I got sick. When I got sick back in uh, August of 21, uh, she was like, you know, have you considered getting vaccinated? And I was like, absolutely <laughs> not. You know, that's not going to happen. And, right. uh, you know, she wanted she wanted to give me every jab that she possibly could. You know, I mean, it was obvious they were on some sort of payroll. But, um, you know, I mean, obviously your health care is at the end of the day in your own hands and your doctor is going to give you advice. You can either choose to accept that advice or you can, you know, choose not to accept the advice. Most importantly, when you're dealing in a situation like that, you got to know your rights. You need to be educated on what's going on so that you can sort through what's good and what's BS. Because, you know, we, 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 we were conditioned in this country 
to accept the advice of healthcare professionals, institutions, uh, and, uh, you know, for many people for many years, you know, to, uh, uh, to, to accept the, uh, recommendations of government. But, uh, for many people, they've come to the realization that, you know, all these people do not have our best interests at heart. Some of them do. I mean, there's plenty of people I know who got into the healthcare profession because they wanted to heal people, you know, and I think, you know, as a result of the whole, crap of the pandemic. I mean, I came to know more of those people than I even realized existed. And so it was a real benefit at the end of the day. But, uh, well, listen, Casey, Tragedy. Go, I just wanted to ask you to, to do the final thoughts here because we've got a couple of people on the line and we lost a couple other people. Okay. Well, I was going to say tragedy obviously brings, you know, better results in most cases. And yep. Matt with your, uh, weight loss, uh, I, I, too, had uh, a weight loss of 145 pounds because I, I got divorced. I got rid of that dead weight. And uh, thank God during COVID, it was on Zoom, the divorce. So, you know, a lot less stressful than actually having to appear in court and stuff. But uh, Talk about just, a blessing. Uh, it, 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 <laughs> absolutely. You know, uh, and I'm much more richer because of it. Uh, just three quick questions, if you could comment on them. Uh, the Seth Rich, I, I thought that whole situation started out with uh, Rich's family being lawfared to get Hannity off the case yep. because I really thought they were doing moving down a path. Uh, also, uh, you said you were in Vegas and you investigated the shooting. Are you in lockstep with John Cullen and his research, his work uh, with MSB and that whole uh, timeline slash, you know, motivational. And, uh, can you explain Marco Polo, how he has access to the, uh, Hunter Biden laptop and it's just literally being dribbled and drabbled. Uh, it's in the congressional record. I think Matt Gates put the computer into the congressional record. Shouldn't that be for all of us to see? And wouldn't that accelerate impeachment and getting Trump back into office and, full disclosure with Assange and everything else, especially in the medical field where we're still feeling the wraps and they could actually try and, you know, could link us again with the mail-in voting. So, yeah, if you could just talk about, uh, you know, uh, John Collins' work in Vegas and, you know, what you foresee happening now that it looks like the, uh, uh, the hole in the dike is open if you consider, you know, self-identifying as a dike. But... Uh, <laughs> You guys have a great night. All and, right, Casey. Uh, <laughs> we'll take your questions <laughs> off the air. It. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much. Okay, so yeah, are, are you uh, very familiar with uh, the research of John Cullen and his investigation into uh, the events in Las Vegas? I, I know him pretty well. Um, most of my work, I mean, I, I say I know him. I know his work pretty well. I've paid attention to it. Um, I spent most of my time on the ground with Laura Loomer and Mindy Robinson. Yep. Uh, they're not big fans of his. Um, but at the same time, I think, I think everybody has a, 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 you know, a role here and, and a place here with this investigation, but I'm very familiar with him. Would love to at some point sit down and, you know, uh, go to Vegas and talk to him about things. Uh, you know, there's, there's certain things that I've got that others don't have and certain things that he's got and Mindy and Laura the same way, you know, I mean, like I've got, uh, you know, you know, knowing the relationships that we have with certain people, you know, with, you know, Jason Aldean's manager and the tour buses and things like that. I mean, just, just stuff that I, you know, that we can and can't talk about. You know, sure. we, there's stuff with Vegas we can talk about, about everything. But there's certain things where we did a lot of Project Veritas, like work my team did out there. So, uh, Bill Pierce, uh, Pierce Investigations, one of my 
uh, my lead PI on my team. You know, I've been a PI for over 30 years in multiple states, was with me along with a couple of uh, Metropolitan SWAT commanders that were active duty uh, that went out there from different metros around the country. And we were doing like Veritas type stuff. We were, you know, we had the key fobs. And for those that don't know, I don't think I might, I don't have a car anymore, so I don't carry a key fob like I used to, but you can set your keys up. People always wonder, how did that person not know they were being recorded, right? Right. So I, I could throw my keys up on the bar, press a button on the fob, and it's recording video and audio for up to like, you know, 90 minutes off of that thing. Mm-hmm. And we had multiple people in the Las Vegas shooting that, you know, that worked at the, uh, we were in the Mandalay Bay when we did this, and they would say, you know, I've never seen anything like it. You know, they we were in the cafeteria. For those who don't know, the casinos have a massive cafeteria for the employees only that you've never seen. It's in the back. And they put all the employees in there after the shooting. And we had multiple people tell us that the uh, Zebra Squad, which is their elite SWAT team, uh, went through and, we, you know, at 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, you know, with guns raised, making them put their hands up. And the mainstream media is literally showing, you know, uh, you know that Paddock is the lone wolf, you know, mm-hmm. shooter at this point in time on the East Coast. I have a point to this. I'll wrap it up and land it here. But my point I'm trying to make is, I have people that go, well, Matt, why didn't you release that footage? Why don't you release those videos? Uh, you, you know me, and you're the same type of guy, brother. I'm not ruining someone's life if it doesn't lead to solving an investigation. Right. right. Some of those people we talked to had been bartenders, dealers for 12, 15, 18 years, career people at the MGM, at the Mandalay Bay. Mm-hmm. If, I, if it's not going to solve something or break a case wide open, I'm not in the business of doing stuff for attention like a lot of these influencers are. I don't do it for that. Right. I do it because I want the truth. I do it because I want to help people. I do it because it's the right thing to do. But I've never been in putting information out just because it gets a response. Yeah. And I think that's a big problem with our movement is a lot of people do it just for response. So yeah, uh, protecting sources, protecting sources is paramount. Yeah. Hundred percent. But I'd love to meet with him. I know who he is. As far as the family goes, can't can't talk about that. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it. Can't. Um, but I can talk about Seth Rich, all you know, and the investigation, uh, all that all that anybody wants to. And then I, what was his third question? Oh, uh, uh, Marco Polo. So I, I can answer that one. Garrett Ziegler worked in the Trump White House. Uh, <laughs> so oh, God, that, that's that guy. that's yeah. that's how had... he's got the Hunter Biden laptop, and that's why Marco Polo is releasing it. But you uh, pretty much you can get everything. On oh, yeah. the on the Marco Polo website, you just got to go there and, that, and you know actually that get guy's it. An interesting cat, man. When I was in when I was in D.C., oh my god, this was like January fourth. This dude was like calling me back in twenty one, right two days before January sixth. The Ziegler guy, mm-hmm. and it's in regards to Seth Rich. And uh, there was a uh, I know I can go down this path. I hope if you do, if you want me not to, tell me. I mean, he's dead now. You already know probably who I'm about to go talk about. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Uh, but there was a clown named John here to help that was an absolute fraud in this yep. thing. Yep. You exposed him. I exposed him. Many others exposed him as a fraud. But unfortunately, many people just bought the the nonsensical BS hook, line, and sinker. Well, what had happened was is this guy had gotten in touch with Ziegler. That's how this guy got in with Lynn Wood because of that situation. I tried to tell these clowns two days before January 6th. I was like, look, this guy's a fraud. Mm-hmm. Nothing he has ever put out has ever been vetted as true. And, and, and it wasn't like I was having people that – you know, one of the guys who was trying to, you know, we had we had legit people, you know, vetting this information. You know, these guys had access to, you know, Cobra systems and police departments. These were not dumb people. And uh, and so they ran with it. So the, the whole Ziegler thing, I, I mean, I have my issues with Garrett just because, I, I you know, uh, of what he did and and how he elevated that guy and used that guy to try to try to really, you know, ruin my life. Oh, really? And, uh, I, I wasn't aware of that. No, no. You well, know, they were, they were, it was all out of salt on me. The guy told a complete lie and said that I, it, it, you'll laugh at this. He's, he was telling everybody and it, and it went everywhere that, oh, he was, Matt was withholding information from Trump. 
Mm. Oh yeah, you know, I just go and grab a cheeseburger with the boss all the time. So right. I, you know, I decided not to tell him about your story that didn't check out. Mm-hmm. I met with the House Intelligence Committee. A lot of people don't know that. I mean, it it, it really irritated me. But uh, yeah, yeah, the the whole Marco Polo thing. It's just it's interesting. Uh, it's a company that he started. Um, I can't remember. He worked for what? Who, who did who did Ziegler work for? It was a he worked for P- Peter Navarro. Peter That's Navarro. It. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, I mean, to, to Garrett's to Garrett's credit, you know, I mean, he was there in the waning days of the Trump administration. And at the end, you know, I mean, you had all of these people working in the White House trying to get whatever information they could, no matter, you know, how tenuous it might be to try to fix the situation, you know, and to try to keep President Trump in there. And so, you know, John here to help. He pops up on the scene in in that respect. And, uh, and you know, I mean, it, it was you know, I, I don't know that Garrett had time to fully vet him. And, and I, I don't uh, think he did. Yeah, I, yeah. I tried to tell him I was like, man, do not go down this rabbit hole. And he's like, you don't think the guy's legit? He's like, Lynn Wood thinks he's legit. I'm like, well, Lynn Wood's crazy. Yeah. Of course yeah. He does. yeah. And Lynn Wood had not been like fully exposed, you know, for being, uh, you know, just a total. But you know he's a JonBenet Ramsey guy, right? He's the one who's I, covered that. Thing I do up, know right? that now. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's crazy, man. I, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, and I'm, I'm not trying to go down there with you. But it's just yeah. Um, the, the, the Marco Polo thing. I guess that's a company that Garrett created or something. Yep, correct. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. And they've you know I mean I as far as I know they're the only people who have put out the Hunter Biden laptop in its entirety. And when you go you to know the website, where he got it from though, right? Well, I mean, I'm assuming that it was, you know, he got it because he worked at the. Uh, um, no, he got it from Jack Maxey. Did he get? Okay, I wasn't sure if they yeah, got it. If it was the same link or if it was, you know, yeah, uh, no. Rudy, he basically he got it from Jack Maxey. Said he wouldn't put it out and did. Jack was livid. Jack called me from Switzerland one night, just raging at like yeah. three in the morning. You know, it was one of those. You look over at your phone and you're like, "The hell is Jack Maxey calling me for at three a.m.?" Sure, you know? and, sure. And, and he was pissed off because. Uh, and of course, that whole situation. I, well, I Jack, I, Jack got screwed too. Like the yeah, guy, the, the guy who was working for him that was supposed to put it out, he ended up having a nervous breakdown or something like that, and just screwed the whole pooch. So, you know, yeah. yeah. So I understand. I understand. You know, I mean, Jack was trying yeah. to do his own timing. Garrett was like, you know, trying to do his own timing. But you know, at the end of the day, I, it, it's like if Garrett hadn't released it, then I don't know that Jack. I mean, Jack never ended up doing it just because that guy screwed him over so bad. Well, and I can yeah. tell you this much from, you know, I have some pretty good attorneys on my team. I'm very blessed to have like Clevenger and Eden Quayton. Uh, Ron Coleman's a good friend of mine. And you talk to, you know, Robert Barnes. These guys are not just chumps, right? Yeah. They know what they're talking about. When those guys tell you, uh, yeah, man, I would not touch that with a 20 foot pole because if there are underage people on there yep. and you have possession of it, that's all they need. Well, I, and that I, was that, reasoning for never, never going towards it. You know yeah, I mean? that's that's why that's why Jack was worried. I mean, you know, we talked off air. I interviewed him a couple of times, like as that was, you know, gearing up, and um, and he said, you know, specifically that uh, that was what he was worried about the most. You know, I mean, having that, and I think that's why he went to Switzerland is because he wanted to make sure that the the feds weren't going to be able to swoop in and then charge him with uh, child sexual abuse material or something. Right. So yeah, no, I don't know. No, Jack was scared to death of that. You're yeah. absolutely right. He told yeah. me that. And, and that's and that's smart, you know. Like I just I, um, I mean, my God, they're arresting people for taking selfies in the rotunda. What do you think they would do if you were a conservative influencer and had that on your possession? Yep, right? absolutely. All right, we've got our next caller coming in. Caller, you're on the air. Can we get your name? Uh, Corinne. Corinne, welcome to the program. How you doing? Hi, thank you. I'm well. Excellent. I'm doing okay. excellent. Yeah, can't complain. What's your uh, What's your question okay. or comment for Matt? Um. Oh. Oh, 
I am sorry. I hear it. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, do, uh, yeah. Mute, mute the stream I, in the I, background. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. It's okay. I don't know what my question. Is. I have no idea. No clue. <laughs> No clue. Okay, well, you just want to, you got words of encouragement for Matt, or uh, you, you got... Uh... Sure, I wish him very well. Yeah, excellent, excellent. So, Corinne, where are you calling from? New York. New York, excellent. You're in the belly of the beast, so to speak? I guess so. <laughs> yeah, because, yes. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're listening, and uh, I'm, I'm actually glad that you're a patriot living in New York, because obviously we don't want to totally give up the ghost. You know, we've got uh, to bring things around. Do you think that people in, uh, in New York are generally waking up? I mean, Kathy Hochul's been a nightmare, you know, and uh, obviously— yeah, terrible. Yeah, totally terrible, totally terrible. Uh, I'm on the island. I'm on Long Island, and— Congressman Zeldin was my uh, house guy. Okay. No. Okay. Who who do you have now? Yeah. Who, who's taking over now? Uh, I still think it's him. No, 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 no. It's someone else. Okay. Okay. I gotta go. I can't. Oh, that's okay. No problem. Well, listen. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening, and uh, appreciate you. Thank you. All right. God bless. We'll see you soon. Bye bye. Oh, okay. And then uh, hold on just a second. Oh, we need to say um, uh, happy birthday to Chi-Chi. He's going to be 17 years old tomorrow. That's my chihuahua. He's only got a couple of teeth left, and he sleeps a lot, but he's a really, really good boy. Uh, so Lisa said happy birthday to Chi-Chi tomorrow. He'll be 17. Uh, wish our Cisco a happy birthday. Fredo joins in and says, Chi-Chi, begging strips fun. Happy birthday. He will appreciate it. Those are soft enough that he can chew them. Uh, and then Rain says, I share a birthday with Chi-Chi. Well, mine is Monday. Happy birthday to us. Rough, rough, purr. And then uh, Fredo says, off topic, but I went to the bar last night and a woman got her nipple pierced right in front of me on a related note i am really bad at darts <laughs> like really bad okay so uh I, for a second there i was like why would somebody pierce their nipple in the bar <laughs> all right we've got rain oh. actually on the line right now so rain are you there here she comes here she comes here she is yes we're just waiting for your audio to connect looks like it is kim how you doing I'm doing good. How are y'all doing? Excellent, excellent. Welcome back to the program. Good to see you. And make sure Matt, you, it's yeah, so mute, good to see you. Mute the stream so we don't have the uh, the echo coming through. Did I not mute it? Oh, I paused it. I didn't mute it. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. <laughs> okay or, you know what? Maybe it's it's just coming through the the speakers. I'll I'll shut up and let you ask Matt your question. Is it still doing a playback? I did pause it. No. It's, anyway, it's, Matt, it's so good to see you. Good to see you too. I, I've been, you, I've been, you know, well, I've been following you since the beginning of dawn, you know, and I was so worried when you went to the hospital, and I'm so, so glad to see you sitting there doing well. I just, I want to cry. I'm just so happy for you, and I'm so happy that maybe you're going to get to see the Seth Rich to the end. I'm, I'm very happy about that. Me and too, you look God. great. Hey, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm blessed to be alive and uh, making my health a priority now. So that's been a a, a big, big part of uh, of this whole journey is just trying to, uh, you know, make it a priority, push the spoon back or the fork back a little bit, uh, do a little bit more, uh, you know, dumbbell workouts, things like that, and just uh, learning to walk again. I can't wait till uh, till I can till I can master that thing. So things are things are really in the best uh, best possible position right now for me. That's awesome. And like I said in the um, 
the uh, Rumble Rant. You know, I retired from hanger prosthetics and orthotics. Uh, Zach, I don't know about grants and things. What I was saying is if he has any questions, concerns, or just needs to talk, okay. he can DM me. Matt, um, we were following each other on Twitter before we all got canceled. I don't know if we're refollowing each other, but I'll tag you and send a picture of us at uh, Ant Fest from Chuck no, Doral. So you'll I'll kind make of remember. Sure I'm following you. Yeah, absolutely. Please do. And like I said, just, you know, reach out if you need anything. And Zach, like you were saying with the medical community, you know, it is bad. But the one thing with hanger, we don't, pres- or prosthetics and orthotics, they're not prescribing drugs. They're replacing limbs. You exactly. Know, things like that, you know, and doing braces. So it's kind of a different lane. For sure. They, if they mess up, they got to keep seeing the patient. And they don't have time for that. They need to see new patients. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you, you need a certain level of precision if you're giving people uh, replacement limbs, I would imagine. Let's talk about precision. One time I, I was on call one night and I got called in to go into surgery with a Dr. Patel, go figure, to uh, put a halo on a patient. And so I would have to torque this, the screw into his head, you know, yep. and this is my first halo application. And I get that torque driver and my face just goes, wow, I'm about to faint. They had to set me down on the bed in the surgery room and my, my guy had to torque it because I just couldn't do it. It was like, oh my God. I can't, you know, I mean, some of the, no, go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. No, I was going to say some of the medical field's okay, but when you get around where they're prescribing drugs and all that stuff, that's where I get nervous now. Absolutely. Yeah, that was my biggest fear is that Matt was going to go to the hospital and then they were going to put him on a ventilator or something like that. You know, and I, I, I've I've heard horror stories. I've interviewed people where their family members were uh, uh, unconscious and they weren't able to comment on anything or the hospital didn't even ask the family members who were there. And they just show up and they're like, well, yeah, he's on a ventilator. There's nothing we can do. Yeah, it's it's crazy. But, Matt, it's so, so good to see you up around alive and feeling good. And like I said, just reach out to me on uh, X or Truth Social or uh, I'm over on Red Pill. I'm over here on Rum. I'm everywhere. And and you Absolutely. got where you had my number. I had yours, but I lost my phone. So we'll, we'll hook up. Absolutely. I love you. I love you both. Love you, too, Kim. Thank you so much. Good, good to see you. Have a great night. Bye. All right. Um, over here. Can I give a shout out real quick? Go for it, bro. Yeah. It's nothing, nothing uh, pluggish or anything, but because uh, I know she's watching. So my six-year-old daughter, who happens to be a cheerleader uh, in uh, in Branson, I'll just leave it at that. Congrats to the uh, Branson boys basketball team who just won all three games and won the uh, basketball tournament this weekend in Forsyth. So awesome! Uh, give them a congratulatory uh, congrats out there. That's beautiful. Good stuff. Uh, and then uh, let me say thank you to Foxy Lady over on the Fox Hole. She dropped a cookie. Appreciate you. Just Jewels dropped a cookie. Michelle Ann as well. Our Four Cents says, uh, Matt, you got to keep that WD-40 around. Much love. <laughs> I don't know how they do the lubrication on the joints, but, um, you know, I mean, actually, I was I was wondering, you know, I, I've seen for replacement like hips and knees and stuff like they'll have like a Teflon joint or or, uh, you know, maybe it's like a titanium covered with Teflon. Yeah. What's the actual mechanism? Well, it, it's it's interesting. I don't think it has AI, but it does have a little hydraulics in it. This one's a little okay. It's not as advanced, but the interesting thing is, is it's waterproof. Okay. So I requested this because my big thing with my daughters is we, you know, our thing was the beach, the pool. You know, we went somewhere to you know to do stuff, uh, even staycations. You know, we'd go. I, you know, I traveled so much speaking. I'd use my Hilton or Marriott points, right? To, yeah. So, you know, we go spend a weekend at a local hotel so they could swim and hang out and cool. do stuff like that. So that was, I was like, do they make waterproof prosthetics? And they were like, oh yeah. And I'm like, really? So, uh, so that was kind of one of my requests. 
was that I want it to be waterproof. And so the doc says that this one, even though I have to have a new one in about a year, year and a half, that I can take a lot of the parts from this one and use it as my like swimming leg. Okay. So when I go to the beach or something like that, I, I'm excited. I kind of want to, you know, like it'd be cool if I was like standing up out there, you know, in the middle of the ocean and then I can pop the leg off. Nobody knows I've got it. And come <laughs> pop it out. I'd be like, shark. You know, I think that'd be a fun, uh, fun experiment, you know, to screw with people on the beach. You know? <gasps> I think that's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We've got our uh, next caller coming in. Caller, you're on the air. Can you hear me? Call, caller, yes. caller, are you there? Who are we talking to? Oh, I know this guy. I can hear the voice. Yeah, just uh, is this Matt Couch? Uh, <laughs> is that who you're interviewing tonight, Zach? Yes, absolutely, Matthew. Good to hear your voice, brother. Well, I, 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 it's been a while since I've seen him. I'm glad that uh, you know he's doing okay, and uh, it looks like he's moving faster than Mister Tink Tink that you know Cat Williams talked about. But listen. Uh, we got a problem, mister. You know, before uh, you had that terrible thing happen to you up at the hunting camp in Arizona, we've been representing you, Mr. Couch, and we had a big old shindig, some guy named Flippo and Pink Panther and a couple of others revised a, uh, you know, a, a shindig. In your honor, we had a midget throwing contest, a uh, beer bong contest. <laughs> We had all kinds of stuff set up, and, you know, they left me hanging, Mr. Couch. <laughs> I want to know who's going to pay this damn bill. <laughs> well, midgets are, not, midgets are not cheap, from what I hear. Uh, they're, not, they're not cheap, especially if you want to toss them. Uh, so that, that's an extra fee. I've, I've heard midget is one price, midget tossing is another price. Uh, so I can imagine you did, you did incur some pretty expensive uh, costs there. Uh, but I can tell you that Bill Pierce... If you will, uh, if you've got his number, text him, and he will give you the, uh, the his platinum uh, American Express card. He loves to pay for midgets. <laughs> I, I had his number. Uh, that 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 you know. I uh, don't know if I can cuss on here, but that SOB put a tracking device on my car. We we were following him, and he flipped the script, and he started following me. So I, I, I'm not sure uh, what's really going on, Mister Couch, but. Uh, I just want to let you know uh, we're glad you're doing okay, and we'll get together and settle up whoever I got to get to. But, you know, I'm glad I know because, you know, I've been taking care of these damn midgets for all this time for about three months now. I guess I could go ahead and set them on. Thank you. (laughs) Set them free. Set them free. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's that's, – we we know who that is. So uh, (laughs) – Oh man, Matthew, love you, brother. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, mid- midget tossing's been a thing that uh, we we joke about. There's a, uh, and she's probably watching, so I'm probably going to bury myself here. But yeah, you know, one of the one of the girls in the uh, spaces that I've talked to, she's I think she's four foot nine. So we joke about midget tossing, <laughs> uh, you know, because she's so short. So that's kind of where that midget tossing terminology came from over on X Spaces. But um Man, I tell you this, it's, it's, I'm lucky to be alive. I'm blessed to be alive, folks. I'm very, very uh, fortunate and lucky. And, um, I can't thank everybody enough, you know, for their support either, Zach. I mean, you and, and so many others, the prayers, um, just, uh, it's, it's unreal. I mean, I woke up, uh, in the hospital. I looked, I looked, you know, at the end of my bed and I saw Pastor Brian Gibson and my dad standing there. Brian, you know, is the pastor of his church and he's got campuses in Texas, Kentucky, all over the country and a good friend of mine. And just seeing certain people that 
you know, came in, you know, another friend of mine, Charles Bowman, who's might as well call him a Trump surrogate out of Florida. You know, he and his son showed up and surprised me on 4th of July weekend. I was, it was actually one of the one days I'd really gotten down because it was like 11 a.m. on 4th of July and I'm in the hospital. You know, they run skeleton crews on the holidays, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm sitting there and, and, and you'll laugh because once again, I'm watching Yellowstone because that's what I, <laughs> that's what I look for. Uh, when I'm in a hospital, I got to find something to either that or, uh, you know, I watch uh, Law and Order SVU so I can really feel depressed <laughs> about life, and uh, I watch one of those two shows. And um, and and but he, he showed literally there was a there was a knock on the door and I saw that he's, and Charles is a big dude six 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 seven, and I see this guy walk in and he's got a, like a kid with him, and he's like, "What's up, man?" I'm like, "Man, this guy's got the wrong damn room." And I keep on I'm coming out of a of a painkiller coma, right? Sure. And watching Yellowstone. And then I realized it's my buddy Charles, you know, who was who who was one of the main security guys on the Trump bus tour, and and he lives all the way in, uh, you know, he lives all the way in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? He's like, oh, we just decided to drive in and spend the the holiday with you. Oh, that's awesome. So they, they drove all the way from Jacksonville, Florida. Wow. And uh, and they brought me a big deal of barbecue, which I wasn't supposed to have, right? <laughs> and the nurses. The nurses are like, oh, my God, that smells good. And they're like, can he have it? And they're like, oh, it's the 4th of July. He can eat whatever he wants. He's in the right place if something goes wrong. And I'm like, oh, if I like hearing that or not, you know. Uh, so uh, I, I had some amazing people. You know, the guys at Beard Vet, you know, who are good friends of mine, Sean and Kenny, they came at separate times. You, know, you wake up and see big bearded men at the end of your bed. It's sometimes alarming. Uh, but uh, great, great friends of mine, Sean and Kenny, you know, and just and, – and I'm probably leaving some folks out. Bill, you know, Pierce, who called, will mention – Came multiple times, one of my PIs, and the guys at Bigley, uh, you know, Nate and Colin came multiple times. I just can't. I, I, I really, you find out who your who your people are, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a still, but it's still a small circle. You know, you're in that circle of like probably twenty, Zach. You know, like that right really on. actually cares about me, and you, then you realize the disheartening thing is, is that dozens, if not hundreds, of others that you literally help build their social medias are nowhere to be found when you go through something like that. And yeah. so it was an eye-opening experience to, you know, to put it in God's hands and to keep your circle tight. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, I mean, at times like these, uh, people either shrink away or they get closer. And, uh, you know, as difficult as it is, I think that it's important to know exactly who you need to keep around you. Because, you know, just working online, obviously, you come across so many people. And uh, it's sad to say, but I mean, you know, there's there's a lot of fake people out there, uh, you know, and surprisingly enough, you're going to find out that there are probably far more really well-intentioned, beautiful souls uh, that that are out there that, you know, if it wasn't for the fact that you were in this community, you never would have met them. And uh, it's a real blessing at the end of the day. That's awesome. I have a buddy. Yeah. You ever get one of those random texts and you're like, I don't think this guy's talking to me. Yeah, I just got a random text that says, hey, we're available on the 16th, and we have a small fee for a five-piece band. I'm like, who the hell is telling me that I need a band on the 16th of December? What is uh, what is going on here? Oh, that's and, uh, great. <laughs> All right. Stage needed a thousand bucks. I'm like, man, I'm, I appreciate the offer, but I don't need a band. <laughs> not me, friend, not me. All right, Matthew, uh, any final words for Matt? Is he still with us? Yeah, I mean, he was. Uh, he's. I guess he's not really there anymore. But anyways, well, Matthew, if you can hear me, <laughs> uh, much love, brother. Good to have you. And uh, we've actually got just Jim on the line. Before I bring Jim in, uh, let me say thank you to Nakaz808, dropping a pair of shades. Appreciate you. And then just Jim dropped 150 gold pills. So here comes Jim. 
Jim, can you hear me? Are you there, brother? Jim, can you hear me? I can. Okay, welcome to the program, sir. How you doing? Thank you. You guys. You guys are laughing. I'm I'm dying laughing. Can you see you? Can you see my my camera? We cannot. It looks like your camera's off, but I I think I might be able to uh ask you wait to a minute, Wait a minute. There it goes. It's working. It's working. We've got you. All right. So, Zach. Yes. Hi, Matt, and everything. Hey, Jim. How are you, buddy? Zach. Welcome, brother. Zach. Yes. Let, let me let me show you something I painted when you were on YouTube. Okay. Let's see it. Can you see it? Oh, I can definitely see it. Yes, oh, the wow. resemblance is, is uncanny. <laughs> That's Red Pill 78 Rooster. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I wanted to send this to you like five years ago, dude. Oh, man. I, I would be honored to have it in the wall. That'd be great. Here's on the other side, though. <laughs> Who is yeah. that one? That's like the Hulk rooster <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> you know? But no, look at that, brother. That's... I, I love you so much. Oh, man, I appreciate you. Thank Let you. Let me just say that. I, I painted you. That's great. Okay. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, your show tonight has been off the chains, you guys. Matt, you're do we, do you work for the FBI. What? Do you work for the FBI? No, he doesn't work for the FBI. No, no, no. <laughs> no I'd have a lot more funding if I worked for the FBI. You guys, are- <laughs> Dude, you're so hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness, you guys. Yeah, listen. I thank you for like come on. I appreciate that. I just got my seven year coin, you guys. Oh, good for you, NA. man. Yeah, that's nice. awesome. No, no. Yeah, Masturbators Anonymous. Uh, I quit doing that seven years ago, you guys. Oh. I have to tell you, like when I was eight, my dad busted me, like figuring stuff out and shit. And he was like Son, you gotta quit doing that. You're gonna go blind. <laughs> and I, I was pretty smart when I was eight. And I was like, I looked at the ground for a minute. And I looked at my dad and I said, "Can I just do it till I need glasses?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god! You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. But so uh, I eventually quit doing it like seven years ago, and I'm fifty-seven. <laughs> so I was fifty when I. You know, your retinas, your retinas, your retinas finally gave out. (laughs) Oh, my third eye is wide open, you guys. I've got seven years of third eye now. I got got back with God. Wait a minute. Go ahead. I was going to say, there's a lot of us that are going to have cataracts one day. (laughs) Oh, I already got two surgeries, one for each eye. So, yeah, no, you're right. You're totally right, man. (laughs) <laughs> that actually I had yeah so I pretty much I won't do that anymore last time I did it that was like seven years ago my my neighbor ran into my damn car in the snow <laughs> he said he bumped into it and it just put a couple of little scratches on my Subaru yep. obviously you know <laughs> uh, 
you know what I mean, guys. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, no, I'm glad I could make you laugh. Oh, yeah. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. J- Jim, where are you calling from? Colorado, up in the mountains. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah I, uh, Northwest Colorado in the mountains. I love I Colorado. Ten, I live, okay, my house. They were building in the 70s a ski in, ski out wonderland here yeah and i don't know what happened with them the 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 old ass uh chairlift is still there i don't think it works but we did go hiking cool a few years back. zach's still laughing <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't do a lot of hiking nowadays jim <laughs> no i can't either my back's all messed up that's a whole nother thing we don't want to go down <laughs> oh, good lord! I, at least I get to go on uh, on live streams and and have fun. So good stuff. That's, you know, it's good for me. You guys like my hat? Oh, absolutely! Yeah, that's beautiful. Beautiful. This you, is my good hat. You you want to hear something awesome that I just learned about a week and a half ago? Uh, Florida is like the only place in the United States where bald eagles live like 12 months a year, like pretty much there's only a couple of different pockets throughout the country where they'll, where they'll live like all year round. And usually they'll be migrating and stuff. But I figured it out because I was walking the dogs in the middle of the night and I kept hearing this, this bird call and I didn't know what it was. And so like, I'm an amateur ornithologist. I've got this app on my phone where it'll hear the bird and then it'll tell you what it is. And I was like, holy crap, it's a bald eagle. And so these bald eagles are talking to each other and I know right where they stay because there's this huge tree and I I went and checked it out the next day. Anyways, I'm walking the dogs the next day in like the middle of the day and I see two bald eagles circling over the neighborhood. And so I got video and I got pictures of them and I couldn't even believe it. It's the coolest thing in the world. So majestic. Oh, beautiful. Majestic. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Beautiful. There's a reason there are bird, man. Well, I got them here too. Okay. Yeah. I would, I would imagine so. I would imagine so. We got turkey vultures. We got turkey vultures too. Yeah. Yeah. And they're big. Yes. But when, you see, when you see when you see when you see a bald eagle, you know it's a bald eagle. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, so boy. so funny thing. The other day, like the same day that I saw the bald eagles flying in the sky, there was a turkey vulture like in somebody's front yard. Normally, I don't see them on the ground, but he was huge, and it was very obviously not a turkey because we've got turkeys here and we've got peacocks. Like, they'll be just walking around the neighborhood. Sometimes I'll go out in the morning to take the trash out, and there's a peacock standing in my driveway just like, what's up? But uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Well, the peacocks are really noisy, so you they know are. them. Yes. Yeah, they sound like a serial they killer stalking you. Thing. <laughs> They're, they're loud for sure. All right. Well, listen, Jim, we're about to close out the show, buddy. So do you have any final thoughts for Matt? Thank you for letting me on, Zach. Of course. Matt, hey, my brother-in-law lost his leg to eating ketchup. <laughs> no, Zach addressed me in the gold pill. I, oh, yes. No, I remember. I remember. That really has happened. They took off. They called him Billy Three toes. And then <laughs> now he's he's Philly one leg and one toe, I think. <laughs> but oh. 
you know, this kid, this guy taught you when I was young, he was like five years older. He got married to my sister. He's my brother-in-law. And, but he always put ketchup on like macaroni and cheese. It's like, dude, why are you reading macaroni and cheese with ketchup? <laughs> and then I'd see him dipping. And that has a lot of sugar. <laughs> yep. And he got diabetes and it messed it. Last time I went there, they had cut off almost all of his toes. He had two toes, Billy Two Toes. <laughs> his name's Bill. And <laughs> I love this guy. He took care of me when I was, like, getting high with my friends in high school. Mm-hmm. He got married to my sister, and he taught me how to work on cars and stuff. He got me a 71 Charger Super B when I was 15. Oh, wow. Dude, I, I mean, you know, I love this guy. I love this guy. And he showed me how to do a lot of stuff. And he just kept eating ketchup. <laughs> Stay away from the ketchup. I always try to go yeah. for the low sugar ketchup when I get it. I, I go for the spicy I don't even ketchup. use the ketchup. I'm terrified of ketchup. <laughs> oh, go, man. Go with the spicy ketchup from Whataburger. You can't go wrong. I hear it's healthy. I've never been to Whataburger. I just heard about it for the first time the other day. We got to get you on a flight. We don't have them here. out for a weekend, man. You bring the missus. Yeah, yeah. We'll be up here and, uh, and and show you that we're not all barefoot and pregnant in the Ozarks. So <laughs> you got to come hang out up here. Oh, that's Dude, beautiful. I'm about to move to the Ozarks when I retire, man. That sounds like the people I want to hang out with. Oh, it's phenomenal. Good phenomenal. stuff. Got, oh, yeah. We've got peacocks. Is there any? No, uh, Arkansas. <clears throat> yeah, the, the Ozark Mountains Arkansas. go from like close enough. Yeah, yeah, northwest Arkansas all the way up into Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, Jim, we got to bounce. Used to go harvest sing the ginseng. Yes, ginseng harvesting in the woods. That's for sure. All right, brother. Ah. Thank you, Jim. I really appreciate you, man. It was great seeing you. I know you want to go here and stuff. Thank you so much for letting me come on here, man. I wanted to show you my painting of you for so long, Zach. Well, I was there when you doxed yourself, <laughs> but I took on YouTube. But I was taking a pee, and you, I came back, and you're like, "Oh shit, I just doxed myself." <laughs> I'm not kidding. I was there. I believe it. I believe but it. I never got to see you. Well. And soon, soon enough. Now you're Zach Payne, and you're out. You're out there. I, I love what you're doing, man. Keep doing it, Matt. You too, brother. I'm praying for your leg. Thank you, brother. God bless you, Jim. I, Thank I you so much. You in with my brother-in-law because he got a new leg too. <laughs> uh, brothers in uh, in arms, brothers in legs. Absolutely. Uh, all right, we'll or see. legs. <laughs> Maybe we can split shoes. All right, <laughs> we'll see you, dude. Peace. I'm gonna get. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, you guys. Uh, now it's me who has to take a leak. So just want to make sure I've got uh, all of the thank yous taken care of. Let me just check my phone, make sure there's uh, nothing else. Um, nope, nothing else. All right, Matt, as you know, at the end of the show, I always like to give my guests the opportunity to tell the audience what they would most like for them to take away from our conversation tonight. I hope that they'll uh, realize that life is valuable. It's very short. Uh, we're not promised tomorrow. Uh, just re- really love love harder and uh, and deeper than you ever have. It's this has been an experience that has taught me, uh, you know that uh, you know I'm thankful uh, for my relationship with Jesus Christ, and I hope that you all have one as well. Uh, because you know there's you know we're not promised tomorrow. The good book says that. Uh, when people go, how did this happen? You know they. 
accused me of being vaccinated, all of that. I always look to Matthew 545, Zach. The rain falls on the just and the unjust alike. And people yeah. don't seem to really understand their Bibles. Good things happen to bad people and bad things happen to good people. And, and, and that's what the good book says. And I hope that they will, uh, you know, take in, realize life, don't take life for granted. Go out and take your kids for ice cream. Like Jesse Duplantis always says, you know, uh, you never know when that trumpet's going to sound. Eat dessert first. Yeah. You know, start uh, start living life a little bit more to the fullest. It's great to fight for the country like you and I do and other things, but it's also we have families, we have kids, we have uh, people in our lives that we care about. Spend some time with them. Let them know that you love them. That's the main thing that I could uh, they could take away from this. And then one real thing I want to close out with is I do this every year. I try to get my kids to do it. I can't make them do anything. You know, they're kids. But um, I, I want to encourage everybody to read the book of Luke. Where you're a day or so behind, so you may have to read an extra chapter. But if you'll read the book of Luke, it's 24 chapters. And you will finish the Christmas story in the Bible on Christmas Eve if you start it on December 1st. Mm-hmm. So start the book of Luke and you will finish it. If you read a couple chapters tonight or, or three chapters tomorrow on Christmas Eve, you will literally finish the Christmas story. It's 24 chapters, start on December 1st every year, ended on Christmas Eve. It's a, a great way to really understand the reasoning for the season. And I'll, and I'll yield back, my friend. All right. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Matt, for being here. I'm really glad that you are on the mend. Uh, I love you more than I can say. Merry Christmas. And uh, thank you to so much to everybody who's hung out with us tonight in the chat. I had a great time. As you know, Matt, you're always welcome back on the show. Uh, tomorrow is my day off. Uh, thank you, Lisa, for dropping the, the Give, Send, Go. Uh, and then, of course, the other links, all of them will be in the description of this video if you're watching this on the archive or if you're listening to the audio podcast. Make sure you follow Matt. Real Matt Couch on Twitter, aka X, also Truth Social, also Gab, pretty much every platform, you're Real Matt Couch, isn't that right? Every platform except for Instagram, where I am at Sofa on the Hill because Mark Zuckerberg loves me so much. <laughs> you know, funny story, Instagram was the first platform I got deleted from, like, way back in the day, back in, like, 2019. So, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Uh, and I've just never tried to go back there in terms of this stuff. So, all right, you guys. Thank you, Matt, as well. Uh, once more, thank you, everybody out here in the audience. We'll see you guys on Monday at 5 p.m. right here on Red Pill News Live. Until that time, good luck and God bless. We'll see you then.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare Flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.